Hello. Hello. My name. No. No. Previously, last <laughs> week, the heroes impersonated the frog god Nang Nang and facilitated a change in leadership in Dungrunglung. After that, they mediated a labor dispute, securing healthcare for miners. Yeah, yeah, oh my god, they're so great. Continuing east. East, I really hit the T in east there. East. They arrived at a green dragon's lair and stole the treasure from its hoard, refusing to share any of it with their good faith business partners. Gondolo. Moaning their distress into the surrounding jungle, screams out into the jungle, and, and his friend is like trying to hold him upright and pat him on the shoulder and trying to console him as his friend is just like having a complete mental breakdown. Oh God! Oh, what are you gonna do? Hello? Oh my God! Oh shit! Oh man! Pharaoh, we're fucking screwed. We're we need it. We needed that share from Needle's Horde to pay off those debts from the dinosaur races, man. We really stacked it up. We fucked up. We fucked it all up, man. And they're going to break our knees. They told us they would shatter our knees and we'd never walk again. We showed up back at, at the port in Anzaru without their money. What are we going to do? Oh, well. Well, maybe they forgot about us. Do you think they fucking forgot about 550 gold? Are you fucking stupid? We're gonna die! <laughs> hey, 550 gold, that's kind of oddly specific. Uh, props to that acting. I'm going to clap. This is very good. <laughs> that was really good. Well, oh don't know why you're clapping. There, you got a real problem. I think that besides Gondolo's mental breakdown here, uh, here, buddy, but uh, to have a swig of this and hands a flask over to Gondolo, and the halfling just takes it and starts guzzling down. Um, 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 um. <coughs> oh, God. I don't want to die. sorry about. Grok, sorry about all this, but uh, at least we tried. Grok, Grok think it was a good effort on all parts, except for you. You guys didn't do anything. Are you sure you didn't find anything? Grok, sure. I mean, you looked. You're, you're sure you don't want to split anything evenly with us? And I think it was all looted. You know, the dragon's dead, so maybe the looters got in here before us. <laughs> yeah, I like how uh, uh, I told you the the dragon's dead, and there's no money at all. Or maybe, or maybe a magic fire uh, destroyed all of the gold. I don't think so. That's not how it works, Grok. Oh, Grok's pretty sure. That's how he. That's what he. That's the excuse he used to avoid taxes. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm a dragon. I, I'm a dragon myself. I can tell you that's not how it works. Keyword: dragonborn, not a dragon. He's just like look at you, like. Really? I mean, technically not the same. You just kind of, you just get the telepathic view and says, shh, and like, shh, She just laughs. That's a secret. 
And Gundala and Feral are going to continue to hug each other off in the corner as... No, not... Damn it, I knew I shouldn't have had so many S names. Ah, this really came back to bite me. Syndra, yeah, that's it. Um, this human-looking woman comes up to the group, uh, your guide, and addressing you all. I suppose if uh, you're quite ready and can pull yourself together, she starts glaring at the halfling and the and the human. Should probably get moving on our way. Yeah. We throw up much more noise. We're, down, we're bound to be overrun by the vast hordes of undead that flood through this jungle. Grok thinks it might be a good idea to leave these guys here. They might attract zombie. Zombie no! bite Grok. No, don't Grok, leave us! No! Grok think it's best <laughs> if, if they stay here. What do you think, Sidra? Of course, we should abandon the dead weight and leave them behind in the jungle. Maybe they'll attract some of the undead in our path and we'll have an easier time. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Rock thinks that's a wonderful idea. I'm really sorry. I'll shut up. I'm sorry. You wonder why no one attracts the undead. I see. Exactly. They'll they'll attract the undead. Grok Grok think it only fair that they stay behind after they all they dragged us here for nothing. <laughs> you, just, you just sit there just like looking at Gunner's there. Yeah, to have told that mystery, Grok. You're good. Are you guys still in the cave talking about this? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We're technically. No. I'm pretty sure yeah, we're we still got in outside the cave. of it. Oh, we are. Okay. Yeah, well, you're not in the cave anymore. You, you just see like uh, Malice and Tarot is just a little bit behind, but he's still he's saying that they're particular like Grok. You be. Grok, you're being a good job. Keep it on. Grok, Grok thank you, Tardis. You're the only one that sees sense in this party, along with Syndra. <laughs> out of curiosity, couldn't you just like, knock them the fuck out so they don't draw in, like, you know? Oh, Grok, Grok, Grok loves see, that idea. Grok wanna pump them. Grok wanna pump them. You just sit there and this just go with the mouth and mouth and like, shush, that's our surprise attack. <laughs> I feel like we should be a little more reasonable. Yes, there was not much here, but they are still people. They have probably got false information themselves. Well, what they can do is literally go to that boat that we sick off and uh, they can provide the, uh, the thing so we can get uh, renowned. How about that? Or we just send them back in that way they don't die out here in the jungle. Grok thinks this is... Send them my regards to the fellow men who oh, were certainly... Uh, Grok have great idea. Just tell Grok us that have... that's us who are going to... Uh, that's, that's us who uh, are actually bringing them back to safety. Grok bonk them asleep. And then if zombies come, we throw them to the zombies. Easy no. escape. No. Easy escape. No, I'm not doing that. Well, Grok think you should think about it a little bit more. It's no, a, it's a great I'm idea. I'm done listening to your ideas, Grok. I feel like I have stated Grok. this before. Grok. Grok. I'm just no. gonna, I just approach Grok and I'm like, Grok, Grok. I'm just going to put my hand on his shoulder. My dear, sweet traveling companion, dim as you are. <laughs> 
No. Rock, but Rock, I Rock, am gonna say this. Rock, Rock, not a fire. Rock, Rock can't be dipped. Rock, Rock, my dear, sweet, naive friend. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Just, just please stop. I promise. If you keep going, I will cast fireball on you, and it will be hard, painful. What Does fire? Have done through spell? I'm just gonna just say that while smiling. I will. Uh. I'm smiling. I'm just like I'm just giving like I'm just giving like the most like sweetest as sugar grin while I'm saying this, with the absolute knowledge that yes, I will do. Just like while also giving him like the knowledge like yes, this may occur. This may happen. Wow, it seems that someone wants to put fire in the battle more than me. Like it. Grok no respond well to threats. Goo. It's not a threat. It's not a threat. I promise. No. I just rub his back and be like, it's not a threat. It's a promise. Uh, he's saying that as a warning. Grok knows. Grok not dim. <laughs> right. Grok, I'm just going to pat his shoulder. I'm just going to pat him on the back and say, I'm just going to give him some pats on the back and say, good. He's like, good fella. That's a strange. Well, if Grok. If Grok can't bonk them, Grok gag them, so no crying out loud. Wouldn't they just take off? Well, Grok tie their hands, too. It's more than fair. Okay, Grok, are you going to be the one carrying them? Because I'm not. Grok loves carrying things. That's his favorite. We're starting Grok's. We're starting starting Grok's evil arc. Oh, no. So at this point, also like that's fair. The two, the halfling as well as the human, the the incompetent fortune hunters that have guided you to the dragon horde of needle are very terrified at this point that they are in just openly. It's openly being considered that they're going to get knocked out and left for dead by the festering undead hordes of the jungle, and they are quite silent and shivering. However, at this point. Salida, your guide, goes over to Jellybean and goes about up to her shoulder and shoves her hand inside of the gelatinous goo, pulling out the map and unfolding it, sighing deeply. <sighs> All right. It seems that the river we just crossed is the River Orlung. We could use that if we take the time to fashion a couple of canoes to make our way down to this area here. Doesn't look like our map is particularly detailed at this point. However, that would afford us a few days extra travel, or we could hoof it back on foot in a more direct path towards the city of Omu. What is the consensus? I believe faster is better. Yep. Very well. I'm going to need a little bit of expertise if anyone would like to aid me in hollowing out one of these wooden trunks into a functional canoe. I would be most appreciative. Got on me. Very well. I can as well. All right. So let's go ahead and get a couple of survival checks from both of you as you all spend the rest of the afternoon. We'll say go ahead and roll with advantage as you are all helping each other out. I, I don't have my 
dice, but all right, a sixteen. Twenty-one. Hey. Fantastic. So absolutely. I also want to note that I'm going to make an extra one smaller uh, for the two people that are complaining and having looked looking at the map, I'm gonna say tell them to head instead of following us down river, head up river to this port here. You can either stay there so that you are in a different area that isn't under the direct eye of the people that want to potentially kill you for owing a bunch of money. Dor, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. And I'm really sorry it didn't turn out better. I really thought this would be a more fruitful hunt. And, you know, just like, you know, no matter what happens, like, look me up when you get back to Port Nianzaru. And I really look forward to see you again. I really appreciate this. Thank you so much. I promise I will worship you until I die. You are the most benevolent god I have ever met in my life. Okay, this is sounding like ass at this point. Well, not quite, because I am the god of thunder, so worship is welcome. Um, using... I don't know whether to... Sorry. <laughs> using the rest of the... Yeah, using the rest of the morning, you guys get to about midday. You have, like, some amazingly quick craftsman skills, and you get all three of these canoes. One of them, quite a bit smaller, which was the one Salita was working on. You go ahead and put Feral and Gondola inside of that one and give them a quick, stiff kick, and they start going off towards the ocean to Kitcher's Inlet. And you guys make your way in the opposite direction and start heading south. Would someone in the lead canoe make a survival check as you start plying the waters and trying to pick the currents and move between the sandbars through these still waters? I guess I'm going to take it with the guidance, I guess. Uh, I just need to gather my dice, but whatever. All right, let's see. Okay, that is a 20. Nice. Nice. But just look around and says, well, we have to follow the river, of the current of the river, so I don't think we're going to get off track. Let's go. Very smart. You're like, follow river, river this go away. And you start making your way in really good time. <laughs> Sometimes these snags, these different branches that would have, frankly, either tangled up the canoe or maybe even... You know, these are pretty solid pieces of equipment here. These are good boats, but you know, pretty jagged. You, you wouldn't want to risk it and smashing into anything and avoiding the giant man-eating hippos. is stalling a day for Artharius over here as you make very good time. You cover twice the distance that you would normally cover. Let's go. The day I'm passes. Out of my dice, I'll be back. You guys can keep, uh, keep continuing. The day passes, and the sun swings overhead. This is one of the most clear days that you've all experienced while you've been in the jungle. Usually there's some kind of cloud layer, some huge towering cumulonimbus that just drops the occasional thunderstorm, and the big rainstorms, the squalls that sweep through the jungle. Today, it's not like that at all. 
and the birds are out in force. It is just a flood of flocks. You hear these different brightly colored parrots calling to each other, flying just over the river water. And you're able to avoid any encounters with the undead or large animals, large mammals that that call this jungle their home. And as you come through a particularly clear spot of the river, you notice that the banks of this portion of the river, it got very, very slow here. And these huge S-turns of the river have carved out a large section of just sandy shoals and banks on each side. And now that the river has shrank a little bit at this particular time, you can see above the canopy and just this one break in the jungle, and you see a huge cliff over to your left. Anybody looking around more closely at this cliff, make a perception check. Me. All right, I see. Pocket. Not me. <laughs> that is a nah. That is a eleven. Eleven? Yeah. It's a cliff. It's very cliffy. Big old cliff over there. It's all right. Got some walls. Nineteen. Nineteen? Yeah. Oh damn. Oh shit! I'm not even in the right spot of the module. My bad. Duh, damn it. Duh, oh. Uh oh. So no cliff? No, you don't. You know, I just need to I need to know. I see. What you see on the cliff. What you what you first notice that kind of clues you into something being strange about this cliff are these little dots on the horizon. There's these blurs in the sky. And usually you wouldn't see them. You wouldn't be able to see this high end of the sky because of the cloud there, but up above the cliff specifically, you see these smudges sweeping through the wind. And there, embedded, <laughs> embedded into the cliff, you see an ancient monastery that overlooks the jungle from its perch, uh, its perch on the cliff of the tall plateau. Stone steps and rickety walkways connect the various buildings, the lowest of which is 500 feet above the ground. The main building has a circular maze-like symbol, even viewable from this distance. And, and you realize that these smudges, they're bird folk, either landing or taking off from the monastery, launching themselves from the balcony down into the air and the cliffside below and out into the sky. I share cliff. <laughs> There appears to be a monastery of bird people at the top. Eh, hey, what? As he looked closely, he was like, Huh. He turns back to his boat. Doesn't care. It's birds. It Why is, is that relevant? It's not. It's just interesting. You just see, like, there was this facts. Okay. All right, let's move on, then. <laughs> <laughs> No fucks for the birds. No fucks given. Uh, you guys continue up the uh, river there. Can someone make another survival check? I'll do it this time, guys. I'm really good at survival. <laughs> no, they say. 19. Oh. 19. That's still good. That's still good. 
Grok, getting a little bit of energy, comes and takes his canoe out on point and guides you, as Atherius did, through the various hazards and navigates the waters with a plum. You guys make fantastic time, and just as the sun is setting below the horizon, yeah, you just continue to make great progress. I didn't know there was an undead cat here. That's what I'm using to track the party, the party's progress. Yeah, that's good. Oh, I thought that was a... Um, no, I'm referencing I was... using Aetherius instead of Teridus. I thought that was um, a Pokemon. Oh, wait, what? No, that's Cheshire the Cat. Cheshire that, Cat, yeah, I know. That's me! Oh, shit. Oh, wait, boy. What? Oh, dear. Is it... I was in the... Wait, what? Hmm? Oh, no. Oh, no. Con confused is me. No, it's... Uh, shave your message. You will recognize this. Open. Give me a moment. Anyway, this is Aetherius. Um, DM, what what's the day looking like? Is it getting? It's getting darker, and you're about the point where you're going to be looking for shelter, at least to beach the canoes and get onto dry land. Do you want to be adrift or losing progress while you're sleeping? And so. It's about at this point when you're thinking about pulling in and parking the boats on the sand when you see that there's a lot of holes in the forest canopy punching through the leaves above you. Someone want to make a perception check, please? Sure. I'm decent at perception. Let's see. Let's see if my eyes won't oh. kill me. That. Uh, where am I? Uh, no, actually, no, I probably better not. That's a 23. 21. So, Therius, Grok, <laughs> you see that the leaves and the branches are broken. The uniform jungle has been smashed where huge objects have broken through at high speeds, leaving vicious scars across the area. Some smashing themselves into loam and bedding themselves in craters. Others tangling themselves in the vines and the branches, suspending them in the sky, swinging lightly in the breeze, all obscured by the drifting, the setting sun, only barely visible in the late evening. These masterless puppets whose strings were sliced have now been wrapped in the green weaved, choked on creeper. So many of them... The denseness of the surrounding landscape prevents a full accounting of the number of ships, but the collection of the immediate vessels that you see, the strange differences, the odd unique variations, implies a wondrous variety to the vessels wrecked, then abandoned in this deadly landing strip. Look, branches. <laughs> nice. The anticlimactic edition. <laughs> <laughs> you just see, like, something's weird with this forest. Grok, Grok concurs. This forest is extra weird here. Yeah, just keep us on the water, I guess. You try and stay on the water, but you're quickly realizing that this ship graveyard is going to continue for miles. You're yeah, either going to have to continue through the night to get out of this area, 
or you're going to have to stop and potentially use one of these wrecked ships as shelter for the night. Grok doesn't like this. If This kind of feels like how Great Uncle died, and Grok's not really so keen on that. Grok thinks uh-huh. we should continue. Wow. How'd your Great Uncle die? It was terrible. Bandits, they swam under his boat and capsized it, and then stabbed him in the face. <laughs> well, that do be like... That you'd be Did like I? the sailor, man. Did I hear a ye from the DM? <laughs> in the face. In the right, face. Yeah. Right, in, right in the face. They weren't even they weren't even really aiming. They were just they were just kinda going for the face area. That's so wow. mean. That's so cruel, how dare they? Grok anyway. has, Grok has many stories about family on the water. Well that sounds lovely. Honestly, Grok can't remember a time where his family didn't die on the water. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I guess we're continuing family traditions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not like he was going on gen- this is genocide why, on, on, <laughs> with the Grungi. This is why Grok is afraid of water. Grok doesn't trust it one bit. It's a river. We must, so... conti- we must continue on to get out of this graveyard okay so you continue (laughs) (laughs) grok you're splashed with the very lukewarm water scares you quite badly oh Oh, no lukewarm water well let's see here i have sadly i did not stock alarm with me probably should have did i let me see i have tiny hut Oh yes, you do. That's that's lovely. I do have. I mean, I also have shape earth. So I mean. Oh, no, no, no. I remember like tiny hut. It's really good because we, you can it's have like, eight good. eight people in there, and we're like eight, I think. Uh. I believe. In a ten now, foot yeah. ready, his immobile dome forces spring into existence around. On you and remaining sanctuary for nice. the duration of the spell, which is eight hours. Uh, nine creatures of medium or small size can fit inside. Nice. Right, creatures of medium to small size, I think. I don't think we were, were even nine creatures. I think we're less than that. Yeah, we're less. How many people are are we uh, on the ship? Uh, well, on the boat. I think you got six now. Seven with uh, yeah, seven with jelly bean. Okay, with jelly bean. So, so you the jelly bean is definitely a small creature. <laughs> yes, even a tiny creature. <laughs> when when he wants to be, yeah. Only sometimes. Only sometimes. Mm-hmm. He can fit in. He can fit into uh, one inch spaces. So yeah. You put him in a box. <laughs> put him in they a box. In a they box, put me in a, a room. In a, box. a rubber room. Oh no, we're not going to start with this. No, otherwise I'll start talking about the weird sisters. Go oh boy. And you oh continue boy. through the night. And Grok, very uh, inspired by getting splashed, you navigate. Please make a survival check with disadvantage as you are you're not panicked, but you're nervous. You want to keep moving. Something about this space, the crashed ships that surround you in the jungle. <sighs> not right it's not sitting well so you continue to push and 
Taking point, you guide the rest of the party through this section of the river along. And as you move through the night, the moon shines through these clouds, making these silvery linings that sparkle down through the night. And it's low. It's just above the horizon, peeking over the flametop mountains, just above the smoke. And it bounces off the water to the point where there's two perfect images of the moon right above each other, almost like a figure eight. Oh, the moon hits my eye like a big pizza pie. That's Samore. <laughs> oh, Samore! <laughs> Grok <laughs> sees the beauty of the, the calm the river and the beautiful <laughs> moon, and he says, mm, this could use some ambiance. And he pulls out his flute. No. I, 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 quickly, I quickly grab his flute. Hey. I snap it in half and I just throw it in the river. Oh, that's the only thing I had of my wife. Grok, Grok leaps in to retrieve his flute. Oh, oh no. Okay, oh, never no. pulling out my flute. Well, I guess we're doing immersion therapy. <laughs> Man, it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> like, uh, you see, Tyler, this is like, oh, you just did a bad mistake. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. I just did us all a favor. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's, he's putting, like, malice, mm. like, a little We're bit. Not anchored, so, I mean, he's gonna have to swim to catch up. Yeah. <sighs> malice um, just casually says, yeah, I'm never playing yeah, my Brock flute again. tries to retrieve both pieces of his flute in the river. Make an athletics check. I feel like I should be able to pull it off. 24. 24? You're able to swim after both pieces of flute. You're able to pluck them out of the water. And at this point, as you're heading back to the canoes, which are receding quickly in front of you, you see two eyes pop up out of the water, and then another pair, and then another pair. No. And there's a semicircle of Little tiny eyes just rising right above the water, and they're all making that V as they carve a path through the water towards you. Make another athletics Rock. check to get back into the yeah. canoe. Okay. <laughs> Can we help him? Um, I'll use yeah. Lucky. With advantage, uh, as you are, uh, with, as they're okay. kind of trying to slow the canoes down and let <laughs> you catch 15. up. 15? 15. Let's see what the zombie crocodiles roll. <laughs> oh, okay. So they were sleeping, and and they're still kind of groggy. They ha- they're groggy. They haven't had their coffee. They're like yawning with their big jaws as they like look at you and like, oh, but it's not even that tasty. Whatever. You get back to the canoe and you pull yourself back up. Tara, this help him. Uh-huh. And ask Dwar to to have him go to the canoe because he he knows that door that door for kind of strong as well. Yeah, so you know, Grok reaches out. Do for I a see hand the pieces of the flute? Yeah, he's got the pieces of flute in his hand. Right, I can telekinetically at least grab one of them. No, no, that's not how that works. You can't just grab something from somebody else's hand. I'll I mean, say, Grok, you put those very quickly after seeing. 
or like look at them and you, you put them away so they're not in danger anymore. Oh, I didn't. I thought they were still in the water, and I thought we were the ones in danger. No, no, no. no. Grok dived in, got the flute pieces back, and put them very securely away in his belongings before the. Yeah, now. <laughs> or zombie crocodiles. Great. And now Grok is at the canoes, trying to get in. And you are now uh, in the canoes, and uh, both fine. making your way up the river again. Everyone's happy dory as. The um, bluing of the morning comes. Yes, go ahead. I want to try and scare uh, Grok. How would you like to scare Grok? What? Uh, <laughs> Grok doesn't deserve this. He he comes up with the yeah. best solutions to every situation. You guys are just you guys have no balls. Okay, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna minor illusion. Uh, a bat just bonk, about to like fly at him in the face. Uh, uh, oh my god. <laughs> Grog don't like that. Oh god! You're just gonna see like Harold this casting thermotorgy as he like tries to do the sound of the <laughs> of a bird trying to attack him. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems real. Grog, you have a really rough night, and <gasps> the rest of you fucking with Grog really hard all night. It's really taking yeah. it out of you, so I'm going to need all of you to take a point of exhaustion. Uh-oh, sorry. Oh, no, I didn't fuck with him. I just slept. <laughs> all right. Wait, you slept? Everyone but Orn takes a point of exhaustion. I'm a caster. I know that I need to sleep. Otherwise, how am I going to get my spells back? But you weren't, you weren't sleeping because you snapped Grok's food into <laughs> That was yeah. all I did. That was literally all I did. Eh, fair. I, haven't, oh, I didn't man. do anything the previous session, so fair. You don't know what you did, man. You yeah, are that's not fine. Uh, I'll take the point of exhaustion. That's fine. I'll take the point of exhaustion. I love exhaustion. That's my favorite thing. And yeah, as, this, as this wave of exhaustion comes over, you feel tired. You get the bags under your eyes going. You're realizing, like, boy, I am not going to be looking good today. You see in this branch that overhangs, there's like this tunnel of trees that overhangs this part of the jungle, this this river section. And as you're passing under it, you see that up above, tangled in the branches above you, there's a wooden vessel, and it's caught high up in these branches, broken into three chunks. It resembles a ship, but there's a difference that marks it clearly is not a seagoing vessel. The stern is the lowest piece, hanging precariously out, and you know above that, it's like 50 feet above the ground. The middle section appears to be some 15 feet higher, and the bow section is firmly wedged into a nest of branches another 10 feet above that. And right as you're directly underneath it, you oh hear God. a voice, very weak call out, Uh, hello, uh, on the ground, uh, you guys in the boat, uh, yeah, can you help us? With what? They're kind of stuck up here. You mind giving us a hand? There's water beneath you. Just jump. Oh, you would jump, but uh, there's like oh, a bunch of crocodiles and might not be alive crocodiles. I don't know if that like affects their hunger levels because like a few other of us jumped in the water and they were... <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, they were, like, immediately eaten as soon as they jumped in there. Oh. Why did your voice change? 
A Grok, sneeze uh, changed my accent. Grok, uh, seeing that his party's not entirely happy with him right now, jumps into action and leaps off the boat onto solid ground. Grok, help you! Okay. Oh, thank you so much! And he's, and is there anything to climb up there to help them? Or... Make an athletics check to climb up there. It's a pretty easy climb. There's a bunch of vines and... 25. 25? You... <laughs> no problem. Leap onto I the... should be with disadvantage, because of yeah. uh, exhaustion. Oh, yeah. you're right. Thank you. Uh, 22. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so, not a problem. You slip a little bit on the moss, but, you know, catching yourself one-handed, you just continue to pull yourself up like Tarzan into the lowest section, and I'm going to go ahead and put you guys on the map. You can, you can put Grok on the map, that's for sure. I'm going to need you to put yourself on the map because I'm lazy. I'm lazy? <laughs> Question mark. It doesn't Think. look like there's land. There we go. I'll just say I climbed up like this bit. Perfect. Uh, do we all need to? Yeah, you guys all need to make that athletic check. I'm just going like, to try to grab onto something and keep the boat from floating downstream. Me, me going to sleep because tired. All right. Uh, I'm going to use my birdie to look for an easier path for me to climb up there. So the path that Grok took is definitely Iron Man Olympian just straight up. You see that this particular tree is bent all the way over. It's like a... Uh, it's pretty much like at a, a 45 degree angle. So you just like walk to one side of the tree and just like slowly climb up the side of it. Um, I'll say because you did a bit of scouting, you're not even going to need to make an athletics check. You just go ahead and stroll your way up onto the lowest section of the bow of this boat. Uh, so, as Grok looks around... Stern. Grok, uh... What? How? How, how boat in tree? Uh, how did this happen? A very fine-looking male. No, wait. Yes, male. Nope, female. And when you say... And when you say female, what, I mean, sorry, fine. What does that mean? Like fine as in like, uh, well, like. Uh, well-dressed. She oh, is well dressed. in a very expensive looking three-piece suit. Okay. She is, uh, she has like a, a monocle and a very fine hat with all these very flamboyantly colored bird feathers in it. They're almost iridescent, and the as you like approach, they change color as you come into um, like face to face with her. She puts out a hand and says, um, ah, "Hello, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Thalassandra Braveview. I am the ship's captain. I am uh, very grateful and appreciative of your help." If you wouldn't mind getting some of my men down to the ground safely, I would be very, very appreciative. Um, sure, but uh, up Brock, Brock wants to know how how this happened. How, how why why boat entry? No, that was we were navigating from Halruulin, uh, and we were attacked by these strange pterodactyl flying creatures. Ah, uh, a pleasure to meet you as well, uh, Thalassandra, uh, brave you. And uh, who who might you be? As she goes up to you, Malice, and holds out a hand for a handshake. Uh, Malice, uh, the, tra the traveler. As she just 
lightly shakes the hand. Pleasure Birdie to meet you, man. just looks at it and goes, eh, don't like it. Ah. It just ties behind my house. She grins at the bird and gives you a quick nod. And then back over to Grok, gives you a handshake. And you, sir, ah, a pleasure to meet you as well. Uh, Grok thinks it's a pleasure to meet you, too. Um, Grok, uh, we'll help you. Uh, Grok sees no trouble in it. Seems relatively simple. Fantastic, fantastic. I believe my navigator is in the second section of the ship, and I think it's uh, Nar and Vialdor. They'll be in the bow. I was the only one strong enough to make it all the way down here to the stern. But uh, yes, thank you very much for your assistance, and you seem to have the uh, right disposition to help us get down all safely to the ground, so thank you very much. I thank both of you very much for your assistance. Yeah. Yes, Grok's a very good person. I didn't say you weren't, and obviously, if you're coming to help us out of the goodness of your heart, I, it's self-evident. I appreciate it. And you... No problem. Grok, Grok help you because it good thing. Totally. You feel... Call it a favor of traits. Very kind. Goodness, you guys are exemplary role models of the lawful good paradigm. And Grok and Malice, you both feel tired. Like, you're not feeling 100%. And as you look over Thalassandra, she looks like shit. Like, she's doing a good job of putting on her brave face and presenting herself well. Like, her clothes are very nice, but... It's obviously she hasn't eaten for several days and she is looking thin and drawn out like she's thirsty like tongue swollen she's not slurring her speech but like clearly they have not gotten down from this wreck crash site since they crashed here which was probably a while ago are, right. do, I, do I ask the obvious question of are you okay um, do I need to call the police Fine, I just... sooner we get back down to the ground and back to civilization, the better. We're not... We're explorers. We're not survival. Uh, we didn't go on expedition out into Schultz to, to try and map it from the ground. We, we were skyfarers. This is a skyship, you understand. And as you all look around, you see that there is a, a lot of cloth, like some kind of bag... And she extols, like, the different virtues of her ship. She's like, yes, this was the hot air balloon that uh, held our ship aloft in the sky. And we used it to navigate the wind currents. And we were here on an expedition and uh, map the various region and do some more charting. But our overall mission was only supposed to last for about a week. And we are already through to the end of our supplies by the time we attacked and just very much appreciative for your aid in rounding up the rest of my crew that have uh, not been eaten alive by jumping down to their deaths and consumed by the jungle denizens below. Oh. 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 Hmm. I mean, uh, let's see, we're up on a tree. I'm trying to think. There have, um, are any of you a cleric? A uh, healer, perhaps? I'm assuming that's the zombie crocodiles that are our biggest fear. She points to a pile of, like, religious garb that's, like, chewed up on the banks of the river. 
Yeah, our cleric was one of the ones that jumped in the water. Uh, not, not a good move in hindsight. Not the brightest. N- well, <laughs> have you ever tried freezing the water? You know, that's not a bad idea. If we had that capability, I think that would have been perfectly. You have, you have no one with chill touch or not chill touch, but um, ray of frost. No, unfortunately, we don't have any magic users other than, than the... Uh... Well... Cleric who died. Yes. Most of well, How if about... You froze, uh... if, you fr- <clears throat> if you froze water, uh, wouldn't you die? You know, if you jumped? You know? Well, you know, I, I didn't want to say that it would have been rough on the knees, certainly, but, I mean, death seems a bit of an exaggeration. I... It wasn't an option in curiosity, how high are we from the river? I'd say where you are, you're in the lowest section, so... I have an ability that may help. It's going to be multiple castings of the same spell, but so long as there's no creatures in the area that I'm freezing, I can probably freeze the water. Okay. I, why if are we jumping? I just you, climbed up down. here. Like, I literally just walked. Why couldn't we just go back down the way I came? <laughs> oh no, DM, you 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 messed up. Oh no, I made a mistake. Oh no, uh, <laughs> you gave me a path of just walking up here. Why can't we just go back the way I came? Well, uh, I didn't realize we could just walk down. You're about fifty feet above the ground. I thank you for pointing that out. It's the angle you understand, and we're all very very weak and tired and. Maybe we should have done a little bit better scouting when we first crashed in here and had the strength to throw ourselves to the ground, but well, we were afraid to make our way into the jungle. And oh, look, you know what? Uh, you, do, you don't need an excuse. I understand fear of death. So. Thank you. There's the path. There you go. <laughs> uh, Grok, uh, he looks for the smallest person. Uh, you know, like a maybe a little halfling or... You know, uh, so- somewhat of that nature. Just somebody light, you know, and small. Uh, he's gonna, obvi- he's gonna go up. By the way, he's gonna, gonna make go up. Another athletics check to get into the next section into the midsection. All right, I gotta roll two of those because. All right, um, fourteen's not bad. Fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, it's, it's not that bad. It's not the one-handed leap that you did to get into the bow, into the stern here, but you do successfully tightrope walk off into the next section, which is about 15 feet higher, and you do find a very emaciated-looking navigator. Uh, Grok uh, goes, You come with Grok. Uh, Grok picks her up, and you come with Grok now. Down to <laughs> ground. Wow, a little forceful, aren't we? Oh God. Grok a good per- Grok a good person. It's fine. <laughs> oh. oh my God, Grok, you're you're starting to you're starting to you're starting to veer into levels of being not so good of a person. Being aggressive is not the same thing as being bad. I don't know. Depends on what her perspective is. Grok, Grok being a very good person right now, getting her to safety. If Grok has to be a little rude. I like Grok to imagine Grok just, just chucking them onto this platform. I, I just see Grok just, like, being a white because he's aggressive, I guess. Right, Grok, Grok is not, tired. Grok is not a morning person. Grok, uh, <laughs> Grok, uh, 
Grox the shit out hang of his on. wife as he wakes up like, bitch, wake up. H hang on, Grok's back. Grok, climb down safely for you. All right, Grok, go ahead and make another athletics check with disadvantage as you are a little gruff with her and she's kind of like trying to squirm out of your grasp. Let me down. I don't know who you are. Help. You know, Help, stranger I think, danger. Uh, I'm going to use lucky on that one because 12 isn't that good. Okay, so I only had uh, a common. Oh, actually, let me see. Do I have that? I guess technically I have to roll two. Okay, so 20. 20 is what I got. Absolutely. And you wobble a little bit. She's really fighting you as you're doing the tightrope back over to the stern of the boat. Okay. Okay. I'm going to... Okay. Well, this is not probably what I should be doing because I do not want her to fall. I'm going to look over. I'm going to just cast Calm Emotions. Oh, that's a good idea. You must make a... Uh, well, that chick must make a... Me, Grok, you too. You're going to both have to make me a charisma saving throw. That's Grok. one. Is B is uh, so calm right now. Uh, if this creature fails saving throw, choose one of the following effects. You can suppress any effect causing the target to be charmed or frightened. When the spell ends, any suppressed effect remains. You can make the target indifferent about creatures of your choice that is hostile towards. So I'm going to just make this chick indifferent to Grok, like picking her up and holding her. You immediately see her go limp, and Grok, all the annoyed feelings that you had, all the like. The flustered emotions you were feeling just drain out of you as the captain Thalassandra comes up to the navigator, smacks her across the face. Bitch, get a hold of yourself. He's helping us out. And you continue on your way off to the ground. And as you're about to start making your way onto this long arch that kind of drapes back down to the jungle floor, you're staring at a three foot wide monkey head. And as you look into it, it looks into your eyes and you see through one of its eyes, one of its eye holes, there's a hole that goes down into its mouth and its jaw is eaten away. And you see the greenery behind its jaw and there's just this huge canine tooth. Grucka. Grok not like that, uh, but Grok's feeling pretty good about himself right now. Uh, uh, Grok, ignore it. Honestly, Grok, Grok don't think that has anything to do with Grok, so Grok just keep going. All right, yeah, you get onto the branch, and as you try and like walk by this huge gorilla, you see that it has four arms, and one of the arms comes around and tries to grab the navigator, who is completely indifferent to this giant... Uh, this huge primate that's clearly clearly dead and the skeletal hands enclose around her waist and he starts oh, to pull uh and he's uh, wait this monkey's on a branch right he's like on the branch he's like holding into the branch that and... you're on that you're walking over okay this is gonna be interesting grok let's let's go of the girl this is gonna be great grok let's go of the girl and then tries to get to another branch really quickly. Do you think he could do that? Sure. You let her go. The giant zombie gorilla takes the takes the navigator and you right. hop away. And then Grok uses his ram's head to push the monkey off that branch. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, she's gonna fall. Isn't she? She's not gonna fall. Trust me. Grok has a plan. So Grok uses his mouth ring to push the monkey off the branch. So the monkey, like, 
He doesn't smile. All you see are the jaws of his skull as he opens wide and starts bringing the woman into his huge, like, we're talking like three or four inch fangs. And just as he's about to clamp shut on her, this ghostly spectral ram smashes him in the face and he starts windmailing with all four arms back into the jungle. One of them who's carrying the navigator who still just has a placid expression on her face. All right, so he's falling now off the branch. Oh, both the navigator and the giant monkey are falling off into the jungle below. Grok did his job. Um, so, uh, Grok do have some bad news about the navigator, lady. Are you just, are you going to disappoint me? Uh, so monkey, monkey grabbed her, (laughs) unfortunately. Grok did, did try to... Grok, what did you do? Grok used Ram's head to push monkey off branch. At this point you hear... Oh, as two that was... wet thuds hit the jungle floor and you hear as something starts running back up the branch the entire branch and the the stern of the boat starts swinging and all the ropes that attach all the different parts of the ship start pulling at each other and creaking that's that's probably another monkey scream. i just scream grok the next time you have an idea just don't <laughs> <laughs> Grok killed one. Grok killed one at least. He killed two. You Grok, Grok killed the you, monkey. You, that... Are you absolutely certain you've killed the monkey? Because it seems like it's coming back up for seconds. <laughs> That's a different monkey. <laughs> so nothing killed. Nothing can survive that that high of a fall. Trust Grok. You Grok don't knows. know. Grok knows. Yeah, just like yo, you, just like how you knew that it wasn't going to kill the op. This was gonna kill our guests. Oh, by the way, the the navigator's probably toast. No so, shit. Yeah, Grok, Grok is Grok is uh, sorry about that. Grok is still a good person. Grok will save you from this monkey. <laughs> I don't know. Can I? Grok- can we can we opt an alliance and then change for Grok now? <laughs> so I'm gonna ask very politely for everyone to roll initiative as a huge four armed gorilla lands on the stern of the boat rocking it from side to side making all of you Uh, stagger another one you hear above you lands heavily on top of the bow and you hear shrill screams as the two guards there are launched from the bow off into the jungle and you see both of them drop below you on your right and left sides as they fall towards the jungle floor Oh. oh No, wait, wait, no. Uh, can we... Uh, can we run no, that back? too late. They're both dead. Oh, they're both dead. Damn it. I was going to use one of the ropes to, you know, try to swing and grab them. But, you know, that's fine. So me and Dwar are on the uh, on the canoe. So where are we exactly as we hear you scream? And it wakes me up because I was sleeping. I'm going to go I ahead and put you guys right here between star and goddess and oh my god we're so far away <laughs> the one zombie gorilla you see it land right next to you guys and then right on the oh, other oh, side oh, of oh, you oh. a human body just completely pancakes into the ground and and it's it's not good there's a puddle <laughs> You just see light. <laughs> Dory is like, ah, horse screaming like a dog. Is that what? Okay, big fella, come down. 
I see why no one trusts Grog. Grog. <laughs> now you, you know. Grog thought the monkey was gonna die. Did you also I... expect for the woman to survive? Well, gro gro there's casualties in war. I mean, you can't expect to win every single one. Grog can just see Malice's face of just like pure shock I... and like, oh my god, you are masculine. <laughs> she just flat out says, okay, I don't want Grog to save me ever. <laughs> Don't worry, you are not alone in this thought process. <laughs> is the lady still being held by the monkey, or is she it's fire dead. on the ground? She's dead. She's, 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 she's dead. She's gone. Okay. Is, I, or, is the monkey in the water? Because like, we're on the canoes. Yeah, we are in the canoes, and he landed we, on the canoe. She has experienced the. She has experienced the wonderful, blissful. And somewhat uh, terrifying thing we call Mortis. I'm going to say the monkey lands in the canoe with Etherius, and you guys duck below the water for a second, and Etherius, you are woken up very... That, that's better than coffee, because now you're in the water, and you're all splashing around with a submerged canoe and a zombie gorilla. Uh, I'm not Etherius. That's Tharondus. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's fine, that's fine. Alright, uh, Grok got a 15. Uh, Alright, let, let's roll the initiative, I guess. Uh, do we have some uh, music on, on that shit? Alright, I'll get the combat music going. Yeah, let's roll some initiative, por favor. That's Alrighty. a 13. 17. 16. I mean, I will be last because literally I just woke up, so that makes sense. I think 17 is gonna do it. So, Dwar, you're going first. So, the monkey landed on our boat, tipped it, and then it righted. Is that what I heard? It righted, and it's full of water, and now a zombie gorilla. And I'm just going to look up to see the others looking over, just sigh. Guess I have to do fucking everything. <laughs> Rock never does it right. <laughs> Standing up and grabbing saying? my hammer. Hey, he doesn't know Grok did this. He does not know you, you Grok. Just, you just hear Tarot. I know like, you're up there. Yeah, okay, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you just see Tarot. You just see like, welcome to the club. All right, let's, let's get this shit over with. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to two hands smack it across the face. Oh. 12? That's just going to miss. Okay. Okay. I don't have any bonus actions. Alright, that's me. That's gonna bring us to Malice. Yee. Uh. Okay, the closest one is next to this kid, right? Uh, if I can ping, <laughs> that's it. Mm hmm. Okay. Uh, oh shit, I just realized the third one is with the people we can't get to. They dead. <laughs> oh yeah, these yep. two, they're totally dead. Oh, these two are so fucking dead. Yeah. I believe he said it got flipped and they got launched off. <laughs> they said fuck you and... I thought it was the other people who were like climbing down. Oh, uh, yeah, that was uh, the navigator who got pulled from Grok and now is a puddle. What about the captain? Exactly. Captain's still See? alive. Captain is the one that the the zombie gorilla is in front of now. This is the Honestly, captain. Oh, this is the captain. You guys okay, she Grok probably doesn't death, want... But the monkey is obviously the one that killed her, Jesse. Mm -hmm. Still, I'm pretty sure she doesn't want to be near Grok. Yeah, I'm just saying Grok... 
He was helping that lady until the monkey. Already, uh, I'm going to do distant whispers. Dissonant whispers. Uh, oh wait, it needs a wisdom save. Thank you. Natural one. That's <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess it will go with the fourteen damage uh, that it already gave me. Four. He has to step away and use his reaction immediately to run away. He's already taken four from falling, but he made a successful athletics check to have that from nine, so that's going to be 18. Okay, I've got the damage. Okay. That's going to bring us. Anything else on your turn? Do, do, do. Uh, Birdie Goat uh, flies away and. I'm going to get as close as fucking possible to the exit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair. Start making your way back over to the trunk and very safely getting off that tree. Would the tree be counted as uh, difficult terrain? Because mm. I have to be careful to get down. Yeah, yeah, just because you are 50 feet up in the air and this is a moss-covered tree, I'll say it is difficult terrain, so... Have your movement mm -hmm. in combat, please. Alright. Uh, then I would be right. Grok has no choice. He knows what he must do. Do not throw the woman off the boat. Grok <laughs> no, won't throw the woman off the boat. He, The monkey... Okay, first off, the monkey was grappling the woman. Okay, so... <laughs> he didn't throw the woman. He threw the monkey, which was grappling the woman. I know, but the implications were there. There's no implications. Teridus, what was your uh, initiative? 13. 13? Thank you. So Grok's that's going to be Grok next. Oh, okay. Grok size. Grok was born for this. <sighs> did, get my, did you get my initiative? No, I knew I forgot someone. Thank you, Lair. What was your initiative? There it uh, is, 15.4. Okay, so it'll oh. be Lair, it'll be Orn first, and then Grok. Okay. So it's right. So I probably should. Okay, I guarantee it's probably a dexterous creature. I'm just being what I want to use, and I'm assuming that there's uh, just empty space, right, outside of the boat, like it's a fall. Fifty feet fall down to the down to the boat below you. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to telekinetically try to shove him. How far is he from the edge? I'm kind of curious. The gorilla, he's right on the edge. I'd say he's like hanging off of the ship and he's trying to grab and snatch up the captain and pull her off into the jungle. Hmm. Okay, let me see what I've got for spells. Let me pull out my handy dandy spell list. Wait, aren't you a sorcerer? Yeah. Well, I cast the spells. But, okay, never mind. I cast all the spells. Let's I see cast, what I have for fun. I cast the, the spells. I cast a lot. I cast a lot of spells, but the problem is, is that I haven't been able to really use one in particular because honestly, the combination is not going to be great, and I don't want to get the captain swept up in it. It's an AOE, a massive AOE, and uh, yeah, I want the captain alive. There, you know, unless uh, depending how far, how close are they to the gorilla? They're like five feet away from the gorilla. The gorilla's like gr reaching out to grasp the captain. 
Uh, um. Okay. Is he grabbing on? Is he trying to grapple, or has he? Gra or does he have a grapple? He's trying to. Not quite yet, though. Okay. So what I'm going to do is, I have a, something I can do. I'm just gonna see my uh, special abilities and spells. If I can find them, where are you? Duh. Telepathic. There we go. Uh, it's not enough. And what's the DC on that? Huh? Yeah, I'm not even gonna try that. Sorry, I'm trying to think of like, okay, I've got all these AOE spells. Which one's not going to kill the person that we came here to save? Mm -hmm. mm. It's like, okay, I'm going to tell the captain, you probably should back up. Like, really back up. She ducks. Uh, well, I, wow, that's not what I said, but okay. okay that's not so, what I said. <laughs> okay, I want to be within 30 feet of him. Sure, you, you can so, cast this uh, like behind him. So he's getting caught in this AoE effect, but none of you are. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case... Oh, you, you absolutely sure you want me to do that? No. Yes? What's the right answer? The answer is a definite, uh, oh my god, what have I done? Because now I'm going to use... Because uh, here's what's going to happen. I am going to use how many do I got? I got oh, oh I didn't I, dang I didn't long rest. Damn, damn you! No. I sometimes hate this app because it never tells me things, including how do I? Oh, there it is. There. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to position it away from like to position the gorilla itself within the one within the uh, sphere. It's going to be an interesting one. Uh, also, I want that gorilla to... The gorilla's going to be taking... Uh, is going to have to make me about... Uh, crap. What oh, crap. What are, you, what are you casting? I'm casting Hunger of Hadar. Oh, damn. That's crazy. Natural one. I keep rolling... Nat I think it was the third natural one in a row I rolled. Okay, so I'm casting it. Wait. What uh? Yep. What damage okay. is that? What damage? Uh, is that? it takes. Is that necrotic? Uh, cold. Oh. Cold. And uh, poi and what is it? Cold and acid. Oh, okay, because I was gonna say if it does poison, that's no good. So wraps the uh any creature that starts its turn in the area takes two d six cold damage. Any creature that ends its area must see you on know, dexterity saving throw or take two d six acid damage. Does it take any damage on the initial casting of the spell? Uh, areas difficult terrain, a creature that starts... No, it's only when it starts its turn. Oh, However, right. my turn is not done. Okay. Actually, I probably should... Actually, you know what? No, I'm reversing this. I am reversing this because, honestly, because I can't see it because it's within a dark area that I can't see. So what I'm going to do is... Um, first, I'm going to start with a casting of Fireball. Ah, there it is. All right. Fireball. Dexterity check. Hmm. I don't it, know if that's well, such a good idea. Well, he's hanging off by a thread. He's literally hanging off, so I yeah, would think that he would. No, it, like I'm not saying like it's good for the monkey, but it's bad for the it's bad for the tree and the wood boat, right? Not necessarily, because I'm actually going to use a sorcery point. Okay. I can convert. I can convert to cold damage if I want. Ooh. Oh, okay. 
that's ice ball. So you see your friend. Or actually, not actually. Well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's either that, or I can turn to thunder or lightning. I mean, thunder would probably be the safest bet for now. Yeah, let's do. Yeah, we'll do. We'll convert it to thunder damage. Right. You see your friend cast fireball, and you're like, "Oh no! Oh no!" And all of a sudden, <laughs> explosion of thunder rips out through the jungle. He rolls a three on his dexterity save, so he fails. That does not. That does. Yeah. Um, fails real bad. I'm going to roll that damage if I can. Uh, 6d, 8d6. Nice. Oh, fuck. Thunder damage, that it is mine? What? <laughs> hey. He takes 30 damage. Thunder Ooh, damage. Fuck. Oh, by the way, can he, Can I ask him to make me an intelligence saving throw? Well, that actually hurt that one. Intelligence saving throw. I don't think he's very smart. Negative 3. A negative 1. Oh, well, then uh, he takes also 3d6 psychic damage as a tentacle just slaps him. Plus 30, so that's 44 on him so far, plus your damage. And I realize now oh, that By the way, two more sorcery points because I'm going to use a quick action to cast another spell. He has to make me another intelligence saving throw. Every time I use sorcery point, he gets slapped with a tentacle. Okay, you didn't do bad. Uh, 13 on that roll. Whoa, wait, what's the, what's Fails. The, what's the, what's the first intelligence saving show for? This is Artifact. Uh, or uh, their Artifact. Okay. 12. It's for my, it's from literally my casting focus. Okay. What's your casting oh. focus? It is a Far Realm Shard. He takes another 10 damage. And, and you just like hold it out in front of you while you cast your spells. Yep. And then I'm going to cast Hunger of Hadar. Wait, how, okay. why, okay. how can you... Wait, 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 you cannot... There's a bonus action, you yeah. cast Fireball, then... You no, I use, no, I use an action to cast Fireball, and then I'm using my bonus my bonus action. I Then I'm using two sorcery points. So three sorcery points total this turn to cast... Yes. And but then I'm going to... You can't do what? that, right? Because it has to be a cantrip. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yes. No. Yeah, you can't cast two leveled spells in a turn. Uh, it says. Let me see here. Let me see what it says about quicken spell. It uh, when you cast a spell that has a casting time of one action, you spend two sorcery points to change the casting time to one bonus action for this casting. Right. But yes, but there's rulings in casting multiple spells per turn, even if it's a bonus action. It still yeah. has to be level one and higher, and then cantrip. That's a stupid rule, but. I don't understand what. Basically, if you cast something over, like if, if it's level one or above, and you cast that as a bonus action, you can't, you can't do like another leveled spell. You have to do a cantrip. That sounds dumb. It yeah. is. It's kind of it dumb. dumb, but also it's like it makes sense because they wouldn't want you casting like two fireballs in a turn. That's kind of over. But that's the but that's the point of them. But that's they, the point. I mean, it's it's still it's still good because if you do like a quickened twin spell of like. Like let's say, I don't, I don't know, like some, like guiding bolt, and then you then you could cast like one fire bolt. That it still does a lot of damage in one turn. Well, that's just... fine. Uh, well, I can set him up for failure then. Mind sliver. Okay, that's that's better. So he needs to make me another intelligence saving throw. All right. So, the first zombie gorilla 
You just splatter him into pus. He's completely destroyed. You like rip all his limbs off each other. That that was a lot of damage in one turn. So your mind sliver needs to be directed at one of these. Oh, if that's guys. oh, if that's the case, then oh no, if that's the wait. Which what? Which guys? How many gorillas are there? There are three. Oh, okay. Then I will do it at the closest one to me. Probably be the, the one, one down on the, the ground. Captain. Oh, the one in front of the captain uh, is toast. Let me see. He is. Is there's sixty feet, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like down. You're shooting down at the river. Great. Um, I'm going to do that. I'm going to cast uh, Mind Sliver. Uh, make me intelligence saving throw. That's a one. Well, that's lovely. Well, it's so bad tonight. I'm getting ones. I'm so bad tonight. Does that mean I critically succeed when he fails critically? <laughs> I. I it's a dirty one. I have a minus three on intelligence for the zombie gorillas. But it's not good. I definitely fail hard. Okay, then you take 2d6 psychic damage and take 1d4 penalty. So you take 5 damage and now you have a 1d4 penalty in your next saving throw on that for that creature. Thank you. Alright. Um, goddamn. Is it, is it Grok's turn? Oh my god, ow. Holy shit, Orm. That, that was a crazy turn. I think it is turn. your turn. That was oh. a crazy turn. Sorcerers. Oh my god. Fireball. Thunder fireball. My, my um, Alright, so uh, Grok, yes, it is your turn. There are, <laughs> There is a giant gorilla zombie in your canoe. Okay, yes, but is there any other crewmates that I could possibly save? Because I want to focus on them so they don't get torn to pieces. I think you look the closest up. ones are already dead. If no, not, at the well, very let's, far side. Let's, let's look at him, say. So there is a puddle of person over to your right. You, they're probably right. not going to be able you, you know, as... Yeah, you know, I'm not saying Grok's not not smart. I'm just saying that it's going to be... Even you, Grok, know that it's going to be hard to resuscitate a puddle. Especially right. with the death curse. Right. Grok's still up on the boat. Oh, oh yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, Teridus, um Teridus and Tor... Yeah, there, there you see a puddle of person next to them down below you. Looking around at you, you see that the captain is now... The front side of them is blood red, and it's like that really deep, like, coagulated blood. And the back of them is like normal normal person, but they have been splattered with blood. And they're kind of shocked, and they're still, like, duck-crouched. That's the only person you see that's not been killed. Really? Seems like a small crew. Okay. Um. Mm. Well, well, there were a couple more, but you know. Don't worry, Grok's Grok's gonna save the captain, and Grok picks up the captain and throws her over his shoulder, and he starts to run down the safe path. Oh my god! Oh god! And I'll need an athletics check. I think that's as far as I can go. Okay. Uh, athletics. Of course, I have exhaustion, so I have to roll that again. Thirteen. It's a little tricky. The captain's not fighting you at all. They're kind of like trying to balance and help you, like catch your balance as you make your way down the trunk, and you successfully get about halfway, maybe a little bit less than halfway down, back down to the ground. Call yourself like thirty feet above the above the jungle floor right now. All right, that's pretty good. Want to use your action to dash and and. Make a little more yes. progress? 
Should I do that, or do I have anything else that could help me find out? Hmm. Um, no. No. Oh, this is interesting. My movement is increased by 10 feet when I'm not wearing heavy armor. I didn't know that. So I can move 80 feet according to Dude. if I dash. So that's what I'm going to do. So I'm you are on difficult dash. terrain. So your uh, movement is halved, but I'll say that you can get 40 feet. So you're going to be just uh, 10 feet above the floor of the of the jungle here. And as you come down to the root, the base of this tree trunk, <laughs> You see three oh. undead figures start to claw their way up the trunk oh. to where you are. Grok's not going to lie to you, lady. This this might end badly for you. What do you mean? You got this. We're almost... Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Yeah, Grok, Grok's not going to lie. It, it didn't really end up well for the last lady that we saw. It's probably going to be good this time, most likely. Uh, I don't like uh, how you said probably. I would like a little more assurance than that. Grok, Grok starts yelling and rages because he can do that as a bonus action. Fuck yeah. All right. So that's going to be Grok's turn. Teradus, your move. She too uh, is regretting her choices. <laughs> what? What happened? Don't worry. Grok can still redeem himself here. Person there, got puddle-fied. There's a giant gorilla zombie in your boat, like and he's looking quite angry. All right, I'm going to put out a, a vial of acid, and I'm going to cast catapult to hit this gorilla. Wait, aren't you in the water? Am I? I mean, we're on a canoe. Uh, didn't the DM describe at the getting the yeti uh, crash down onto the canoe, sending everyone in the water? The, the 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 canoe popped back up, but like there's water in the boat. The canoe is not looking good. The canoe is mostly submerged at this point. You're gonna need to like bring it into the riverbank and get all the water out of it. it it's gonna be a whole thing. Okay, okay, I was just making sure if they were in the water or not. They're they're up uh, to their like I, knees. Their knees, okay. All right, so I'm going to cast. Oh my knees. <laughs> so yes. I'm going to pull out the foul. A vial of acid, and I'm going to cast catapult with the vial of acid. Where you catapulting the vial of acid? Yeah. So uh, the guard has to make a dexterity saving show minus a d4. Oh dear. The dexterity you said? Yeah. That's going to be a 10. Alright, so... He will take 3d8 damage plus the 2d6 from the acid. Damn. Yeah. That's going to be 13, 15, 19, 20. So, uh, 8 acid and uh, 12 bludgeoning. Uh, wait, is it bludgeoning? Yes, bludgeoning. So, so 20, 20 total? All right, I've got 20 it. 20 total. Yeah, just, they don't have any resistances. Alright, and I'm going to cast a Magic Zone as a bonus action. I'm going to cast it on my hand, and that's going to be my turn. Let's because I cannot move. Back to the top of the initiative order, and that means finally it's going to be the Monkey Man's turn. Nay, Monkey Man is going to go ahead and take a... Whoa, what? Yep, he's oh going to 
a lot of fucking attacks. That's five attacks? Oh my god. Yeah, I hate these creatures. <laughs> Alright, so he's gonna go ahead and give two to you, Teridus. Okay. Does a 12 hit you? No. Does a 18 hit you? No. What? Barity, yeah. Okay, I was going to say. Goddamn. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be... Nice. Max damage. 10 slashing damage as he claws you. Whoa, wait, wait, no. He barely did not hit me. I have oh, oh. You got an AC of 19? Yes, I do. Fuck. All right, there. He's going to get real frustrated and start smashing into Dwar. Dwar does a 13 hit you. No. 24. Yeah. Nice. Max damage. Love you, Rainbow Dice. Uh, that's going to be 10 slashing damage. As the claws dig into you, he's going to pull you in and sink his fangs into you for a little bit of a smooch. Okay, well, as he... Hold on. Where is that? Yeah. As he strikes me, I'm just gonna, like, let out a, a roar, like a deep guttural roar, and then there's gonna be a burst of thunder out of my body. He needs to make a deck saving throw in retaliation. <laughs> hey, he, you scare him. He rolls a nine. Well, he rolls a six, but it's nine total. And that fails, so he will take 2d8 thunder damage. He staggers back a little bit. You shake his claw off of you. He misses with his bite attack for another 13. It's going to be the end of his turn. Four thunder damage. Four thunder damage. I've got it. Not roll very well. This monkey man. Monkey man wants to come on down. Come on down. Nope. This monkey man's going to go leap from where he is into the midsection of the boat and then again taking himself all the way to here. They're going to try and grab hold of the captain on their next turn. You see them trying to position themselves where they can get two of their arms around the captain. Oh, wait, no, the captain's with you. Okay, yeah, that's right. So that means they're going to be going after Orn. And then this point, you guys see these little guys. These little guys come up off the bottom of the ship, crawling out from the different shaded parts of the tree, encircling Orn. Have one coming from behind towards you, Orn. Another one, Malice crawls from the underside of the branch up onto the top and starts making their way towards you and three more jump down from the trees surrounding Dwar and Teridus. These foul smelling beasts. Oops. You can Good. smell the death on their on their breath. Their 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 breath stinks real bad. It's real it's not good. They're gonna go ahead and take some swings. Swing swings. The what? They have an axe? No, they got a bite. That makes sense. Okay, pokey. 
So the ghouls are going to try and give you a bite. Grok, does a 16 hit you? Um, does a 16 hit me? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yes. Right, so you're going to take... 19 damage from the ghouls. First attacks, and then the last one gets a natural one. So 19 total reduced down to eight. Okay. Then that's going to be a 19 to hit you, Malice. Uh, That hits. That's going to be 10 damage slashing as these teeth bite into you. You can already feel it going septic as the disgusting bacteria leeches into your body. That's going to be 21 to hit you, Orn. It hits. That's going to be 11 piercing damage as they they get their disgusting mouth on you and they give you the... Oh, they're going to pay for that. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Uh, then the... <laughs> Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh I'm going to eat you alive. Oh. And then the ghouls are going to attack Teradis. That's going to be a 10. Nope. And a 18 again. Nope. Then Dwar not getting advantaged rolled with you. Actually, you are kind of between him and the gorilla. I'll I'll call that advantage. Nope. Uh, It's a 12 to hit Dwar. No. All right. That's the end of the ghoul's turn. That's going to bring us back to Dwar. Mm. The situation got a little more tricky. Uh, these ghouls look about the same strength as the zombies. No, no, these ghouls look quite a bit weaker. You see that they're thin, but in each one of their foreheads, you do see a symbol tattooed, almost glowing. Um, that's strange. Um... I don't want to do that. No, I want to take out the monkey. A monkey man. Another two-handed swing with Dwolnir. I cannot seem to hit, apparently. I'm sorry. Anything else in your turn, Dwar? I'm looking. Okay. Alright. Your place ever gets so windy that it rocks uh, noticeably? No. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's good to be malice. Uh, bit, bit, bit. Oh, I just started. Uh, I would have to follow this, this branch to get down. Yeah, and you see further down that branch, there's a couple ghouls crawling up the branch towards Grok and the captain. Oh, wait, this thing is next to me. I just realized. There's a ghoul behind you now. Yeah. Uh, give Grog Bardic Inspiration real quick. Nice. And do, 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 do. Uh, I'm, like, in a good position uh, where I am right now, so I don't have to be, like, holding with my hands on the branch, right? No, no, it's pretty... Uh, well, it's not going to say it's flat, but you are on a very wide section of the trunk where you're not struggling to keep your balance. Okay. Uh, shank, shank, bitch. Oh, shit. 
Nineteen. Hits. Yay! Die, you fucking weasel. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I assume that's just you kill it. <laughs> yeah, it's not dead. <laughs> okay. Uh, shit, I'm stuck here. Don't worry, I can help you out. I just gotta get out of my current predicament. Oh wait, it hit. He hit me, right? He did hit you a little bit. Ah oh, shit! <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> it's my toe. Uh, actually, no. Something worse. For me, that is. Why is my oh, so it's worse than Hellish Rebuke? Wait, uh, wait, 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 crazy before you're doing that, it's... Hmm? It's not how it works. Hmm? Not how it works. Oh, I don't. So if I don't... So... No, 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 I'll, I'll take you. Okay. Sorry, I'm playing a new character. No problem. In the meantime... Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, there's something wrong. What you're doing? I'm going to save your life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, nothing happens. <laughs> you all see nothing. Orn. So what's in front of me right now? What am I seeing? You look in front of you, and there is a big old nasty gorilla zombie, and you look behind you, and there's a little nasty ghoul back there who, who gave you a little bit of bite in the ass. Okay, so, uh, can I five foot step away from him? If you step away from him, you can tell these guys are going to try and swipe at you. You can. You'll be able to make your way over to where Malice is. There is a ghoul. Uh, I mean a five foot step. A five foot step? Where, where are you trying to go? Well, where can I go? Well, it depends. You can go anywhere, but if you move away from this guy, he'll take a swipe at you. Even or if he's five foot step? It depends. Looks like you can move one square up and one square down. Yeah, if you move yeah. on this side or this side of him, you would not take an opportunity attack from him. However, you would take one from the ghoul. It just depends on a five-foot step of away from either one of these guys would provoke an opportunity attack from the other. Wouldn't it be a disengage action? You can take the disengage action. That will take your action. I know, but I still have my bonus action, correct? Correct. I'm going to try to use my disengage action. You disengage? Moving away from these rough customers? Where are you going? Okay. Uh, can I move here? Absolutely. I'd like to be as far, yeah, far away as I can from them, because what I'm going to do next is... Ooh, I'm seeing a pocket of baddies over there. Yeah. So, for starters, what I am going to do is I'm going to use my last two sorcery points so I can turn, so I can use a bonus action for a spell. Um, another thing is uh, that big gorilla with a. Uh, have him make me intelligence saving throw. A negative one. Okay. 11 damage, and he is frightened. 11 damage, frightened. All right, I also need you to roll damage because he started his turn in the area of effect of Hunger of Hadar. Oh, no, I wasn't allowed to cast that, remember? I can only cast the fireball. Thank you, I forgot. All right, so I got the 11 damage, and he is frightened. Yes. Now then, that entire little area starting about, I don't know how to click, it's right here? Mm-hmm. Would that encompass about a 20-foot range? Yes. Great. It's going to be so nice because uh, I'm casting Hunger of Hadar. 
20 foot diameter or radius? Uh, it is a 20 foot, let me check, let me double check the spell and say, it is a 20 foot radius. Wow. That's really big. That's big. Yep. So uh, I'd rather position it. it where I'm not. <laughs> of yeah. course, all three of those guys in the hunger of Adar. Yes. That's well played. That should work. You're just on the edge. You're just outside of it. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, you see these nasty-looking eldritch tentacles start to break through the edges in reality and start clawing their way towards these undead fiends. Oh, I don't know if they can see it. You open a gateway in the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. Yes. Joy for radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appear, centered on a point that rage yes. and lasting for the duration. Yes. Right. You're blinded into magical darkness. Wow, really? Yeah. Oh my god. It doesn't god. say that as an effect, but I mean, contextually, yes. All right. So blind, blind, blind. Okay, I've got it. I mean, we can see all, but granted, we can't cast anything in it because we have no way of seeing where they are. So long as, like, well, granted, we can cast a spell, like, on a point that we can see, but we can't really see in the sphere. We can cast outside the sphere and hope we hit something, but... All right. Um, this void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. No oh, light, magical, or otherwise can illuminate the area, and creatures fully within the area are blinded. Never mind, that's what it says. Damn. Ooh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah. It's annoying. Oh dear. That's a good ass spell. Anything else in your turn, Orn? Unless of course. No, that face. is literally all I can do. Fucka. Alright, that's gonna be back to Grok. Ox turn. Grok, do not kill me to hunger of Hadar, please. Do not do this. You, can, you have so much to live. I, I know we keep telling you about your intelligence, but you have so much to live for. Grok uses his maul and pounds the zombie in front of him right here. Wait, which one? You're, you don't know where I am, do oh, you? Oh, there it is. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, you can just like see this massive black void just appear. That's pretty cool. Uh, 14. 14 hits. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, he activated his tattoo, so he's going to get that extra damage in. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so black tendrils spread to his maul from his tattoo, and he's going to do some extra damage. That's 12 plus uh, 2 plus 2 is in, uh, 16 damage to the zombie in front of him as he just bam. Hell yeah. Right to the you hear a crunch, and uh, half of the skull starts to hang off. That zombie's not looking great. All right. Do we have two oh, attacks now? To... Yeah, so I'm going to do it again. But to this Same zombie. One? All right. One to the right. Got zombie. it. I feel like this one I can probably kill. 17? 17 hits. Okay. All right. Also, the. Plus three. That's 14. 16 damage to this zombie as well. Uh, got it. Yeah. So, bam! Two. Two hits from the, his great maul. Grox, uh, it's not so. Uh, these zombies are still up. I have. Oh, you better hope uh, they don't, they don't knock out Grok, or else they're gonna eat you. 
Oh God! Please, please hit them hard oh. with uh, that hammer. You're really good with that. Keep also, hitting with that. Go. Furthermore, the area of hunger of Hadar is considered difficult terrain. Nice. So that it blinds them and it difficult terrains them. That's crazy. And of course, it does the damage. Seems kind of overpowered if you ask me. But um, anything else on your turn, Grok? Well, let's see. I used my bonus action to activate the tattoo, and then I used my action to hit. So, and I can't use my reaction because there's nothing to react to. So, I guess uh, that's the end of my turn. Teratus, you're up. Okay. Mm. I don't like <laughs> where this is going. Uh, Teratus is. Uh, wait, wait. I want to see something. Uh, how far away is. The, uh, this branch of my position, or this branch. It's like about 30 feet up above you, and it angles up and away. This is like part of the the tree tunnel that you came under, and it's it's up there a ways, and it's just pretty much hanging like straight down. Okay, um, so I want to do something, but I don't know if I can. Um, what I want to do is to spread my wings as a bonus action and carry drawer up of this branch. You can fly? Yes, I can. <laughs> my speed is up to uh, 30 feet. 30 feet of flying, huh? Yes. That's a lot of opportunity attacks you guys would be taking. Oh, by disengaging. Oh, you're disengaging. But can you disengage for Dwar? Worst move it doesn't Oh really? I think you're right yeah. actually. Yeah, I knew that. I, I think All I right. knew that. So what I'm gonna do is bonus action, spread my wings, go up to thirty feet, grabbing door and put it on uh, this branch over there if it if it is stable. Stable enough. It bends, and you kind of have to like find a nook that really dips down. You're probably more like twenty feet. Above these guys now, but you successfully pick up door and <laughs> fly I out of there. The door, you're being uh, well. What is? What is? So wait, no. Do not resist, citizen. You are being rescued. Oh, I can literally put him right there, like right there, if I want. Well, that's probably higher up than it looks. So right there. Yeah, call it right there. All right. So the one. Um, Go with me. <laughs> go with me. You've been no. dragged there. No? Dwar doesn't willingly go. You don't go? Nope. Wow. Dwar wants to kill this monkey. Alright. Uh, Alrighty then. If you don't go, well, he's gonna... You can like try to grapple me and forcefully take me, but I'm not gonna willingly go with you. Uh, I will attempt. <laughs> So let's do strength check or athletic, right? Athletic? Oppose uh, strength. Oppose the athletics. Okay. Oof, I have uh, eight. I found. I found. All right. I, Disengage. I go up uh, to 30 feet in the air, I guess. I found the asset. <laughs> That's funny. Asset. Uh, disengage. Uh, yeah, your little yeah, ghoul, that's... ghoul asset. That's funny. Alright, so... Kind of looks like Yeah, gold. he goes... He goes 30 feet up in the air. And 
I... Well, I guess I can take the risk of being hit, but I don't think there is a lot of chance. Yeah, let's do that. I don't want to waste just my action to disengage while he doesn't want to be grappled, so uh, doesn't want to be carried. So I will take a opportunity attack. That's going to be a 16 to hit. Nope. A 13 and a natural one. Nope. Oh, but those are with advantage. I'm flying up. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. I didn't roll above a. I didn't roll above an 18 anyway. All right. And for my action, I'm going to do the same thing. Catapult this guy with uh, another another potion of another potion of acid. How many I I do? I don't remember. Uh, oh, I got <laughs> I got six left of them, so five. Let's go. Alright, uh, the gorilla has to make a dexterity thing. Same intro. 10. Uh, no. So he will take. Ooh, that's not. Okay. 12, 14, 18, 19 damage. That one? Uh, I'm... I've got the damage. I'm just gonna place my token right there so we know that I'm above ground. Sounds good to me. Anything else on your turn? Uh, uh, nope. It's going to bring us back to the monkey man's turn. You're a monkey man. Let's go. Can you reach me? I don't think so. I'm 30 feet in the air. Oh, it's just going to be five attacks against the heart. <laughs> That's why nine. I wanted to put you away. <laughs> That's the main it's reason. fine. Uh, Does a 23 hit? Yeah. Think that is six claw slashing damage. Natural twenty. Um, Twelve plus four. That's sixteen points of damage. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh, not very smart right now. Seventeen to hit. That's ten points of slashing damage. I'm going to use my Wrath of the Storm again. Alright. The deck save. That's going to be... 16. And that saves... Did it half? Yeah, half on my success. Okay. Uh, so, 2 thunder damage. <laughs> terrible. Also... And that's going to be a 24 to hit. Yeah. That's a six points of slashing damage. And war is down. So this oh gorilla, God. all four claws dig into you and start to pull you apart. He's got you by all four limbs and he's just starting to yank and tear. As he brings you up into the air, he digs his jaws into your jugular. And you all see as this gorilla bites into Dwar's unconscious form. That's going to be a... Uh, 24 to hit. That's yep. going to be two death fails. Yeah. fails. So blood oh starts streaming down Dwar's form. Real embarrassing for the god of thunder to die. Oh wow, is Dwar about to die? Except he bleeds normally. That's crazy. Red blood. Hey Tardis, what are you doing over there, man? I, I tried to save it and he doesn't want, didn't want it, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> Andorra is willing to fight a dragon. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, it was his plan, not mine. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> It's okay. I'm sure he, he, he'll he'll pull through. He's fine. Was one of those a crit? Yes. Uh, one of those Can slash I attacks. That? Absolutely. Yeah, I would do that. <laughs> Fuck that. So Wait, bars. are you 19 feet away? Another natural oh, 20. Yes! Yes! Yes, she did! Another I, nat 20? I just rolled a nat 20. God! I don't I, think I could do that again, can I? No, with only one reaction, unfortunately. But at least you can give somebody advantage on something. Could you get advantage Wait, what, on... what is the low... Did you, did you roll with advantage? I was rolling an advantage of each one of those attacks with the... I think it's a Gorillion? Okay, what's the lowest? What's the lowest? Gorillon. Gorillon. Um, what okay. was the lowest attack? Yes. Of the... Silver Barb wouldn't get advantage again. You just get one more roll. Take it. And you use the lower, the lower roll. So he has to use the lower roll. Even though he was in that 20. Yeah. If it was one more roll on a net 20, then... I don't think this... Well, would this save him, is my question. It depends yes. on if they hit or not. Um, yeah, he's not going to detect quite yet. We're, um... That was the final attack of the Gorillion. That was the fifth attack, so... For the for the yeah. two death saves, so... That's oh, it for... Three ghouls. <laughs> still three ghouls. Still those three ghouls, but the Gorillion is, like... Holding you in his forearms and jaws. He's probably not going to want to share with the ghouls. Wait, the gorilla? Which it's gorilla? A, it's a gorilla. The gorilla by... This thing. Yeah, this one over here. Which one? Sorry, I did... This one? Yeah, that one. No, no, this one up here. I am not sure where everybody... Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, the one just back that door. The other gorilla is actually starting its turn. Would you please, Orn, roll some damage for it, as well as the two other ghouls within the space of darkness of Eldritch Horrors? And they do have to roll uh, dexterity. So, then... It's gonna be a... 11 gold, 8 gold, 10 gold. So it's a 16 on the first ghoul, another 16 on the second ghoul, and then a 20, dirty 20 on the gorillon. Rolling high. Okay, they all make those saves, but they're still blinded and they're on difficult terrain. And the gorillon is frightened of me. So do I take half damage or no damage? Uh, Let me see what the spell says exactly, because it says... uh, Angry ends its turn in the area. Must succeed on dexterity saving throw. Take two d six acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles rub against it. So, why am I I'm rolling no a... damage? Huh? So it says roll a dexterity check. Let me see the spell. Hunger of Hadar. It says when they end their turn. Did they end their turn inside of it? Oh no, they haven't ended their turn. So they're starting That's... their turn. So I just take yes, that they, damage at the start of the turn. Okay, I see. No, you nice. can just take. Uh, they take the two d six damage at the start of the turn. And then when they end the turn, then they have to make the roll. Okay, let me take that damage then. Mubbyed. But they're also blinded and difficult terrain. So here's hoping they don't fall off. It's a possibility. All right, I've got the damage. They're gonna start their turn. They are gonna try and well, they cannot. The gorillon can't move towards you because he's frightened. So he's gonna try and. <laughs> 
And I don't know the rules about difficult terrain. Half movement. So you can move 15 spaces. So you can move three spaces. Ah, can't quite get there. So this gorilla is going to, this gorilla is going to like leap off of the boat and come into the branch and still can't quite get to you, Malice. These other two, half movement speed, uh, can't quite it is. get to you either, but this, nope, that one's going to get right there. And then this one's going to have to use its dash to get onto the lower side of the branch and flank around you, Malice. But it, Hey, uh, Dor's not dead, though, right? He's just almost dead. Just He's almost dead. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, I'm sure Tardis can think of something. Just mostly dead. <laughs> On mostly. the edge. Oh. Anybody gets that reference? This scares me. And the other... Ghouls are going to like look at the gorilla and be like, "Please give us a piece of dwarf. We want the tasty dwarf flesh." And he's like, "No, mine." And they're gonna be like, "All right, jeez, oh my god!" And they're gonna start like climbing up the branches towards. Uh, I, um... Or how can they climb? They were on our boat. They like reach out to the ri- the vines and the different pieces of the jungle and start swinging their way up towards you. I'm I'm literally right there above. <laughs> yeah, they're I'm they're kind of having to like come around and through the different like branches to get to you, but they they're not thinking they can get any. They can't get a piece of door. They can't get a piece of that ass. So they're coming after your your tasty man flesh. Mm, okay. Man flesh. Hope they can jump and miss because they will take fall damage. They, they, they will take 3d6. <laughs> they're circling around. They can't quite get to you this turn. And then the other ones are going to go ahead and try and attack. Grok. Grok does a 19 hit you. Grok. Grok. All right, I'll just add up the damage because I'm assuming a 19 hits you. And I'm assuming a natural 20 hits you, so I'll go ahead and add up that damage. Oh my god. 7, 14, and then 22. And the last attack does not have advantage. I don't think uh, 13 will hit him. I'll double check later. That'll be the end of the ghoul's turn. And that brings us to Dwar. Dwar, please make a death saving throw. Death Dwar, please. Death. We please, Dwar. No, that's sad. Sorry, Dwarf. This marks the end of Dwarf Asgardian. It was nice knowing you. You all hear in the distance, (laughs) crack of thunder as Dwarf's limbs, his arms and legs are ripped from his body, leaving a bloody torso, which is stuffed into the gaping stomach of this gorillion. And he beats his chest, smearing the guts and gore all over his white fur. Dang. We were we were warned this is going to be hard. Yeah. I'm having a blast. A fireball blast. Man, that sucks. I... I think he really enjoyed playing Dwar, so. Dwar was fun. Yeah, but, I miss yeah. Dwar! <laughs> well, um, yeah. now the death curse. Well, I mean, we can yeah. always see what we can do. 
There's no worst case scenario. We'll keep like a finger. <laughs> well, I mean, just gonna be like, we can keep a finger. I mean, Dwar Dwarnir might be worth something. We could sell that. Dwarnir, yeah. Yeah, we have a piece of a god. I'm sure we can find some religion that wants him. Yeah. I, I was hoping to put down the gorilla, but well, that's know. fine. I'm sure Tardis is not as scarred now. Also, he just saw somebody got eat, eaten in front of Adamantine breastplate, the belt of giant strength. Oh, oh my god, oh, yeah, he is. Oh shit. Wait, 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 wait. Oh shit, you have an adamantium breastplate. Yeah, I didn't crit you. you. No, you can't. Uh, oh. That's right. That would reduce the damage a little bit. Oh my bit. god. No, oh, he has god. one. He has one. He has one left. He cannot get crit. <laughs> so you have one last chance. Oh, you have shit. one last chance. Oof. So wow, I hit that, you that, really hard on that. That was like a 16 points of damage on that hit. So yeah. cut that in half. Bad. That's like eight points of damage. Do you still have any health <laughs> left? With eight, yeah, with eight hit I points. I would. All right. Oh All my right. god. I bet he had the bite oh attack. So roll that. All right, so let's go ahead and wind that back. You're still alive. Let's go! Let's go! Let's kill. Yeah, Tara just saved him! Bless Maybe. Them. He still had the bite attack. Just enjoy the moment. so tight. And you're you're yeah. into semantics. All right, so let's see. Okay. And I just rolled a one and a nine on that bite attack. So, oh, okay, so instead of the death save, I'll take my turn. Dwar's turn. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, that, that's only because Tarogdis literally yeah, crapped like a little mint and... Oh my god. I completely spaced it. Oh, let's go. I can't be great. Um... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and cure wounds at third level. It's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> That's a really good idea. Level, oh, not third. Fifteen. It's not great, but it's something. Fifteen points of healing. Holy bananas, Batman! That was clutch. Mm-hmm. team. All right, Malice. Um, these guys. You look around, and all of a sudden, you're surrounded by enemies. There's, like, a bunch of people climbing all over the branch you're on, and they're, like, crawling closer. How far is it from the bottom? You're making about 25, 30 feet above the jungle floor. Oh, so he cannot attack you. You're good. <laughs> I might pull stupid. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, could I acrobatics my way down? <laughs> like, you just jump down. <laughs> just leap swan dive off of the branch? I don't know if that's such a good idea. That is force movement, jumping down. Okay. Go ahead and make an acrobatics check. Uh, Alright, I'm hoping the acrobatics softens the blow. Uh, How far off above? 18! <laughs> 18, you fall 30 feet through the jungle, and right as you're about 10 feet above the jungle, you reach out and grab one of these vines that swings you down, and you do the full-on thing where you go, like, up five feet off the ground and do a somersault and land, stick the landing, both feet, no movement. Yeah. 
Let's go. I quickly flip up the monkey and fucking bolt for the boat. <laughs> you take uh, six points of damage. Thirteen reduced to I six. Take, I will take that. <laughs> don't you have Featherfall? Uh, no, I don't. Oh. Uh, oh, 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 I would need oh, a, I would need a level up. Auto uh, parts. To get it. Ow. But you successfully leave three undead shaking their fists very angrily in the tree behind you. Alrighty, uh, I don't dash, but, uh, yeah, I could still get every anyone for Bardic Inspiration. Uh, can I see how fucked up Dwar is? You look over and Dwar is still being held in the jaws of this gorillion and there's blood all over the place. And his turn just passed, so mm-hmm. me doing guy bard of inspiration probably wouldn't help him. Probably not. Alrighty. Uh, any meeny miny mo catch a tiger by his toe. I pick the I pick the sorcerer since I gave it to the barbarian. <laughs> Bardic inspiration on the sorcerer. Orn, you feel inspired. Dang, what does that do? I'm sorry. It's a D- not- Four at this level? Uh, no, it gives you a D8. A D8? Damn. I think it starts as a D6. Do what? Uh, you, so on any on any saving throws, ability checks, or attack rolls, you you roll a D8 for additional whatever. Nice. Yeah, that's what it does. It's boss. All right, you uh, stay in there. Or are you moving? I don't have a. I don't. Does the ability? Count for my move, count for my move it, or would it just count for an action? I'll say that that acrobatics check flavor has moved you there. You still have your movement and action. Okay. Do note that anything in between you and door is water. Okay. Thank you for that information. Uh, and they're like thirty feet above me, right? Yeah. So. I'd say that Grok is probably about 15 feet above you, 10 or 15 feet above you, and maybe about uh, 40 feet away, while Orn is about 50 feet above you, maybe 20 feet away. Uh, can I see from where Grok is which one of the, the ghouls look more wounded? Yeah, yeah, you can see the two ghouls in front of him are just barely hanging on. They're really fucked up, and the one to his right is well it's a ghoul so it's fucked up as well but it, it looks like its head isn't completely caved in there's no hammer dents yet all right then to the far le- left i will use vicious mockery and c- called him a loser in life oh uh, he needs to make me a wisdom sa- save oh shit. oh shit. you got a wee dick that's why you never got laid <laughs> natural one okay <laughs> Yeah, fuck, motherfucker. Nobody likes you. Now you, now you can take uh, six. And that's six damage on him. All right, I've got the damage. All right, Grok, don't fuck it up. <laughs> uh, which one uh, was it? Uh, the very like this one over here. All right, there's advantage on the attack rolls. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, and I move closer towards the boat downstream, away from the realist. So I guess right there. Sounds good. That's uh, going to bring us to Orn's turn. Orn, you 
uh, still have a bunch of baddies over to your left and as well in front of Grok, and there's this huge hug green abyss in front of you. What do you do? Hmm. So is there anything near me at all? Yes. So these two ghouls and a gorillon that was trying to climb under the branch and attack your friend Malice, this one's still frightened of you. Is, so... he, still, is he still in, you know... Attack range? No, is he still in the field? No, no, no. All the baddies have left the hunger of Hadar. There are no more baddies inside of the field. But I'd say that these three ghouls down here are all in range, as well as these two and this oh, gorilla. Oh, no, I'm sure. Oh, no, I'm, I've got 120 feet worth of range. I can do whatever I want. Damn. I'm glad I fucking jumped. Yeah, you did great. I've already used up all my third level, so let me see here. I need to take a look at something measurements. Uh, let me see here, because I need to see. Uh, I don't know what five feet wide is, if it's just... I, I think it's just one square. Okay. Okay, I need to do something real quick. One... I don't know. I don't know how much is... Now I have to use the rule of everything because my character portrait's not right. Those are. I even be able to do that? I might. Then, okay. Well, might as well try it. How many of these? Are... Actually, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna go even further. I'm gonna get as far away as I can from them. I don't know. I don't know where I where was. I, I was right here, right? Yeah, right there. It's close enough. Maybe one square lower, but yeah, close enough. Uh, Okay, well, I'm going to go all the way up here. Okay. Now, they are within... Uh, let me see here. Okay. Perfect. Scorching Ray. Oh, nice. And I'm going to hit... And let's see. Because I don't feel... And I'm going to put one, two into this guy and one into this thing. So I need to make two attacks. So what is it? Oh, uh, it's 1d20 plus my spellcasting attack, right? My spell attack. Mm-hmm. And you have a d8 for each one. Nice. Uh, yeah, to hit. Roll 1d20 plus 7. You have yeah, a d8. I think, yeah. But will that 19 just hit on its own? Yes. That's one ray. One ray, and then you gotta roll two more. I think you get three scorching rays for scorching ray. Twenty plus seven, and then I'm gonna roll d8. That yep. Yeah, I might need a d8 on that one. Two. So twelve. Who are you attacking for the twelve? Uh, this is gonna be for this one. That hits. Perfect. And then for this one, we roll. Hits as well. Okay, so I'm for so actually it's four d six for this one. I'm gonna roll four d six because it took two, so it's gonna take eleven fire damage. Got it. And the other one is gonna take six damage, six fire damage. So you attacked I- this first one first. Yep. Then this one. Yep. Where's the and third that- one going? Oh, no, no. I put two into one of them. So that first attack, 
the 11 the is going to vaporize that one. It's toast. Okay. So that was why did. I jammed. Yep. Perfect damage. 22 for 22 damage. Then the second one is going on this one for six. So he gets fried a bit, but he's still up. So maybe a second. uh, I don't have any more sorcery points. That's the problem. I am all out. Am I messing up? I only get five. What? How many Scorching Rays did you cast? Did you cast two or three? Three. I casted three. The first one. Where'd the first one go? The The first two hit that one dude for 11 damage in total. Oh, 11 damage in total. Thank you. Okay, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a dummy dumb. All right, I've got the damage correctly. Then that one's at that damage. All right, he's still up, but he is barbecued. And I am as far away as I can be from them. I would. Here's the hoping I can help. Because I am. I got my spells, but I can't double cast like I used to. Yeah, that's my bad. I don't really know how to play Dungeons and Dragons. I'm a hack. Uh, th- that's going to be Grok's turn. Grok? Well, no, I'm out of sorcery points, so I can't double cast anyway. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I knew the rule: no, no, um, level two level casting spells in one turn. But can I cast sure. at least a level one spell, or does it have to be a cantrip? Cantrip and a leveled spell is my understanding. Okay, I did not know that. I thought like it's just like. Time to spam spells. I've never played a sorcerer. I don't know. Uh, Grok? Oh, hey, this is... Yeah, what's up? It's your turn. My turn. Man, it's getting longer and longer, these turns. All right. Um, hmm, what should I do? I have, I have to protect this person, but the monkey's closing in. Ugh, this is tough. <laughs> you could do magic stuff. I guess I could leap off the branch with her. It's only 10 feet. It would hurt a little bit, but not that bad. Does rage rage reduce fall damage? Yeah, maybe. Well, it reduces most other damages. Uh, Well, fall (laughs) damage is just blunt damage, right? Bludgeoning, yeah. yeah. Bludgeoning, so yeah, it would reduce bludgeoning. Mm, I get mad at fall. <laughs> Just do another acrobatics. I'm so right. angry, the ground hurts less. So yeah, the monkey is terrifying because if he gets his little if he gets his little claws on the captain, it's over for her. Ugh, his dirty uh, little claws. I just wish I just wish you would have killed the monkey. I'm not gonna lie. Me? Liar. Yes, I wish you would have killed the monkey. Well, I'm sorry. I I, I actually have you know. <laughs> other things on my i mean i'm trying my best but it's okay i mean grok. i can get i'll say this in my next turn i could probably get him i think grok's gonna have to take risk it for the bis the brisket well so... you did kill the last one let's see if you can save this one he's gonna take his swings uh to the zombies first so this one in front of him okay uh ooh. i've had the eight it's gonna oh and I get a D8. Yeah, from Bardic Inspiration. Nice. Uh, so that, that'd be 15. Hits. All right, 15. Bardic Inspiration coming in clutch. Six plus. It's too bad you only get one use. One, two, 11. One. That's 11 damage to the zombie. That's already dead. taken. Okay, he's dead. Boom. 
this zombie that I've also hit previously. I'm going to do um, have a 23 to hit. That's obviously going to hit. Uh, yes. 6 plus Again. Minimum 5, damage. 11. So 13 damage as well to this zombie. Dead. Boom. <gasps> All right. Oh, my God. You're killing the fuck out of them. Thank you so much, hero. You're not going to like this next part. I spoke too soon. Grux. Grux. Grux, real sorry for this. And he takes her and he leaps off the branch. No, 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 no. He's on the ground below. Not again. (laughs) You take two points of damage, reduced to one. Nice. This landing's gonna be a bit rough. Oh, God, God, ran the diaphragm. Ow, 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 ow. Grok saved us. Okay. You can can thank Grok later. Grok, Grok knows he's... He's good at his shop. Grok's uh, a good person. Thank you so much. Oh my god, there's a dead zombie gorilla behind us. Oh, look out! Yep, oh god. yep. Grok, Grok, Grok knows that. Uh, so, with the, rest of his mo- with the rest of his movement, since he's not on difficult terrain anymore, right? You're not on difficult terrain. Alright, he's gonna move 70... Well, he didn't even really move, so he still has all... Or, how does that work, DM? How, what do you think? Like Full movement. He, like, okay, full movement. He's gonna go, obviously, his full movement, so... Let's see if he can make it back. He can make it. Can't dash. There's just a 40. Yeah, that's right. He can only go 40. Keep in mind, so... at some point, there's just water. Mm-hmm. All right. There. At what yeah. point does it become water? Pretty that's much true. right where Grok's at. Yeah, Grok, you get, like, right up to the riverbank where it clears out, and okay. there's no trees that's, like, sandy mud that you're you're getting into. But, yeah, any All further, right. that'd be water. So you're kind of, right. like, along the riverbank now. All right, lady. One last thing. I'm going to have to do this in approximately six seconds, but when I do, I'm going to throw you to... I'm going to throw you into the water. That, that'll I, that'll work. That's oddly specific. Can, can we not? Well, Let's not well, say we did. You think, think about it. If I throw you, you'll get to the canoe, and the canoe's safe. I saw my other crew can members eating this? alive in there. Uh, okay, Grog. Can I see this? Yeah, Malice, you very hearily clear. Please don't throw me in the water. Please, please, please okay, don't throw okay, me in the water. Okay. Grok, Grok, I just casually, just, Grok is I just, just casually just say, there's still a monkey on the boat. Okay. Grok, Grok obviously is just, you know, this is a very sh- stressful situation for Grok. I'm not going to lie. The boat Grok, is also filling Grok, with the water. I just want to tell you, Grok is, Grok is having a tough time making rational decisions recently uh captain lady so it's we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens in approximately six seconds what grok will do i grok needs to grok needs to think about this oh you take your uh, time it sounds like you have well okay uh grok yeah, you, i have i have approximately six seconds to uh think about what i want to do next so you just sit you sit tight and i'll think about it oh boy oh god uh Teridus, your move Alright, I have a question. Another question. Can... Ha, can I pull... It's gonna be... It's gonna be, like, if effective if I can do this. Like, just as an item action. Uh, I'm just gonna pull... Just... Another acid thing. And I'm just gonna drop it. So it lands on the monkey. <laughs> Is that an action? Or is it just, like... I just like just release it. 
to like a object interaction. Yeah, Dor, you you're like looking into the face, into the sunken eyes of this monstrosity in front of you, and you hear a as an acid vial just shatters over its head. So since I'm thirty feet in the air, he's gonna take three d six more damage from falling. Yeah, no, that's how that works. That's definitely not, how it works? not definitely not how that works, but I'll uh-huh. let you I'll let you drop it for free. Okay, okay. I hope I kill it. I hope. Ah, uh, five acid damage. Five. Stomp the fucking monkey. Yeah, five. This monkey has taken fifty-four points of damage, and it has fifty-nine health points. Okay. Oh, okay. So five acid damage. Does that do? So Dwar. This thing that's holding you and is like gonna, about to bite you again, all of a sudden, acid starts to bubble away, and there's just a crater left where its sunken in head is, and it goes limp, and you are. It like drops to the ground, and you land on top of it. Ugh. All right, I'm going to heal you late. Do you need some help over there? God damn, no. you almost died. He, he made me my. He, he, you didn't me a heart attack <laughs> with that thunder. Yes, well, it was closer than I would have wanted, but this armor is very helpful. Uh, how are you feeling? You need some healing over there? No, I'm good. All right. I'm, I'm, just, just, going to, I'm, I'm just going to heal you uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm just real playing. I don't care though. about I your feelings. I'm going to heal you no matter what. All right, so... <laughs> Heal. Oh yes, you heal for twelve points of healing. Let's go. Nice. And that's my bonus action, and my action that's is very nice. Oh, yeah, it's. I rolled max health point. I was like, please tell me I I it can heal for twelve hit points. And I was like, yes, let's go. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is gonna stand like fifteen away from these bad guys and gonna going to literally pull out my. Uh, my um, dragonborn uh, breath. Damn. Dragon Your breath. breath weapon. What? Your breath weapon. Yeah, I do have a breath weapon. Oh, nice. How many are you catching those two? Uh, yeah, because I cannot catch the. Hmm. Yeah, these uh, these two because I cannot catch this one, unfortunately. Do I get a save? So, uh, dexterity saving throw. That's gonna be a nineteen and a fifteen. They both succeed. Uh, can I get the D10? Why am I putting the D100? There you go. <laughs> Oof, they will take uh, uh, 10 uh, force damage, but reduce it to 5. I've got the damage. Uh, and yeah, that's... Uh, I move 15 feet. Uh, going to be like 15 feet feet above the war just to keep him safe there you go there and that's the end of my turn swinging down from the vines above you hear this wood creak above you grok as this thing latches its claws into the underside of the star goddess before rending itself down through the foliage and landing the heavy thud in front of you and the captain Bring it on! Let's go! It's gonna be... Um, 19 to hit? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, 13? 
13 what? 13 to hit. Oh, 13 to hit. No, that doesn't hit. That's going to be uh, five slashing damage. Oh, I don't think those are going to hit. Um, does a 13 hit? No. Does a... I'm pretty sure that's going to hit. 25 to hit? It does. And Has think... that monkey really taken any damage? Yeah, it's taken yeah, a little bit of damage did. from the sorcerer, actually. But it's still looking okay. Actually, I rolled too many attacks on that, so I'll just say that one other hit. That's going to be three more slashing damage. Okay, so... I can do even more damage to it next turn. (laughs) I have a plan. So, four damage in total. Yeah, reduced. Thank you for reducing those. Uh, That's going to be the end of the gorillon's turn. That's going to bring us to the ghoul's turn. The ghoul's just this little guy. Shit. Uh, I don't think he's frightened of you, so he's going to crawl on the side of the branch, trying to avoid the clawing tentacles of the outer realms. Uh, yeah, next turn, like, that's... Wait, did I end my turn in the circle? No. You would be in the circle, yes. Yes. If you didn't drop it. Yes, you did. Damn. Oh, dear. You can drop it at any point. You can drop it now. I mean, that's what I'm probably doing. So, yes, it does not... Though it's not difficult terrain, he can't approach me. All right. I just realized, Grok, uh, he really messed up. Not only did he kill the navigator, he also sank the boat with the fucking monkey that he Uh, sank. It's not sank, it just has water in it. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. It's fine. I thought you were. It was taking on water through. Like, it is. It's in the process <laughs> of thinking. Oh no! <laughs> That's gonna be eight points of damage from the ghoul, and these okay. other ghouls are gonna run up and. Oh wait, no, there's only one left. Fuck! Is gonna be able to make it? That's kind of a long way. Nope. Oh yeah. Plus the ten foot drop. <laughs> ten foot drop. Dash. He's gonna take two points of damage. I took how much damage? Eight. Eight total. Done. Then these guys... I'm not doing too hot, but I'll be fine. Gonna leap down into the water and start swimming. I'm gonna swim at you, bro. You're how high up, Terranus? Fifteen feet? Uh, DM. Go ahead. What's this ghoul doing over here? <laughs> oh, you can see him? He's on the wrong lair. Yeah. That was my copy and paste ghoul. Okay. okay. <laughs> he was just there, not moving the entire time. That I was is, like, yes, we are. <laughs> that oh. is the, the, the peaceful ghoul. That is the uh, conscientious <laughs> objector ghoul. You just want some root beer. I'm just here to... Pro- uh, Teratus. Oh, I don't know why I'm here, bro. Uh, Teratus. Yes, I'm 50 foot in the here. 5-0? Yes. Fifteen. Fifteen? All right, these two ghouls are going to leap down and claw you as they leap down into the water. Leaping wizards. All right, so attack of opportunity then. On one of them, you can take an attack of opportunity. All one right, I'm going to literally blast them with uh, my dragon breath. You have to make a dexterity saving tool. I think if you're going into the air, you have literally disadvantage. Can you use that your dragon sense, breath? I don't know. <laughs> That makes yeah. more sense. Because, yeah, it does. Because, like, uh, how are you going to dodge while in the air? But 
Uh, yeah, he can replace any attack with his dragon's breath. Ah, that's yeah. cool. Thank you. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be uh, real bad. Um, a six. But I can, I can, I can uh, eat both of these because it's 15-foot cone. <laughs> They're on either side of you, so you can get one of them. All right. So, okay, the one. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and nine damage. force damage. Nine force uh, damage? Yeah, nine. Fuck, oh, good. no, no, no. Eleven, eleven. Which one are you hitting? Uh, the one I can attack? There's two. Left There's or right? Left or right. There's two okay. coming down at the attack. same time trying to attack you. Uh, one on the right. Got it. Okay, got the damage. That's going to be a 25 to hit you on that guy, and then a 15 to hit you on the other. I do not think that hits, but I'm pretty sure the 25 will hit you. That's going to be uh, 6 plus 2. 20, yeah, 25 will hit me, yeah. It's going to be 8 points of slashing damage total. Uh, the the 6 thing doesn't hit, by the way. Yep. Yep, just the one attack. Okay. No problem. And this guy is going to try and get real too close to door. But he has to leap down, so he's going to have to use his action to dash to get in range with Dwar. So he will not be able to attack, and that's going to be the end of the ghoul's turn. That's going to bring us back to Dwar. Uh, if this one missed, he falls. So I don't know how much high they They're were. They're falling in the water. Yeah. Yeah, they both fall so into the water. Take any damage, yeah, unfortunately. They take damage. That why? It's water. Any any fall of structure, are if it's liquid or uh, surface, you take fall damage. No, don't think that's yeah. how physics work. <laughs> I know, but in the rules it says that. Pretty sure falling in water breaks it from higher. Uh, I don't know. That will be in the middle. We'll do half damage. So they. Took 15, yeah. reduced to 7 on these two. Okay, that door, that, that one that actually hits you just splatters onto the water and dies. The other one <laughs> is still kicking. And that one is still alive as well. So which one's dead? The one which that, one the one that hit Teridus. That one's dead now. Okay. It's a <laughs> smear in the water. That's going to bring us to, yeah, Dwarf's turn. Now, these ghouls don't seem as much of a threat as the Grillians, so I'm just gonna... I, as Dwar, a god of thunder, call upon the storm to bring down smite on my enemies. And I'm going to cast Call Lightning on the Gorillion. Fuck yeah. Do I get a save? Uh, he needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Eight. That is a fail. And I'm going to go ahead and use my channel divinity, Destructive Wrath, to get max oh, damage. Oh, shit! Uh, so that is going to be 30 lightning damage. Uh, wow. Oh boy. You see for a brief second the skeletal structure, and you can see a lot of its bones already, but it, even in the bright daylight, you see this uh, ape skeleton. It goes rigid in front of you, Grok, uh, and the captain's like hair is sticking out like a fuzzball, a uh, 360 degree all around her. Oh my. Is it dead? It's still standing. Ugh. I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Malice, your turn. Uh, do, do, do. 
Now there's just a dark storm cloud hovering above it. They killed the Garalon. <laughs> you can pick up your token and then right click to draw yeah. mine. Well, not with this mouse that I have. It will just exit out of the tab. Ah, oh, no. unfortunate. There's a funkin' monkey. Funky monkey. Uh, Listen and whisper. <laughs> another distant whisper. You can. On you. You decide All right, what I'm you gonna, do. Alright, I'm gonna upcast distant whispers on this fucking monkey. Hello. Uh, with wisdom save, please. Ooh, I roll high. Uh, uh -oh. I don't think he's very wise, though. Plus one, 19. Shit, that passes. Ha ha. He takes uh, half damage. On a fail, he takes... Okay, he doesn't take the full damage, so he takes this damage. Seven. Seven? Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, his... Um... Uh, it's enough damage. You see him grab his head and he just starts scratching and clawing at his own head. He starts tearing out huge chunks of his fur and then he starts digging out pieces of his skull and then scooping his brains out as he continues to claw and try and stop the whispers in his mind and then you just see parts of his head just get carved away as he falls to the ground all four claws continuing to dig at his mind. He's dead. Welcome. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if the warlock used my thingy or sorcerer. I mean, uh, the inspiration. Think... Yes. Oh, oh, you did. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's how I was able to cast that. Uh, to save yourself, I'm gonna send you another one because I don't think you have melee attacks. No, I'll you. say this: I have melee attacks. I'm just not good at them. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you as a pity one. <laughs> I do just have thunder. I do have thunderway or thundergrass or whatever the. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> Fucking grasp. Because <laughs> I know the other boys can take care of themselves without it. I'm not sure on you do. So uh, I give bardic inspiration fine. to the sorcerer, and I already did my movement, so that is my turn. That's gonna bring us to Orn. Orn. Let's see, what have we... What, what, what do we have here? Yeah, what do we have here? Oh, I think I have an idea as to what to do. Question is... Now what's this see? all about? Oh, no. I need to see my map. I got one ghoul next to me. I've got a few others. I have no spell... I mean, I have spell slots, but I just have not the ability... I can only guess one spell, and that's it. Oh, perfect. Okay, I'm going to make a melee spell attack on that thing. Yeah. So it's 1d20 plus 7. Does an 18 hit it? Oh, yeah. Wonderful. So it is going to take 6 damage. Lightning. I've got the damage. Great. And then I'm going to move past it. And if you're going to say it takes attack of opportunity, it does not. No, you actually fry it. It's dead. Oh, never mind. Just like, okay, this is the only thing that I have that makes it so it can't take its reaction, so it cannot use an attack of opportunity against me. Yep, and it's also dust, so it can't use its reaction either. Wonderful. 
The dust I'm... of the dead ghoul swipes at you. Is there anything <laughs> else nearby me that I should be concerned of that's below me, above me, etc.? There. And then I won't pass the dust. Grok is currently. Well, Grok is quite concerning. What? <laughs> what I, didn't, I didn't do anything. What do you mean, Grok? I meant him. Yeah, just Grok. make sure where you know where he is, but he's about 50 feet away <laughs> and uh, 50 feet below you. He is engaged with a ghoul, and there are two ghouls engaged with Dwar, who is still in the boat in the middle of the river. Uh, let's see. Well, I can't do anything. Uh, you can I guess. Move. Who's the yeah? Who's the cleric of the group? Dwar. Yeah, that's me and <laughs> me and him. Like the two on I the need... boat. Dang. Well, I am not going to make that up. Uh, mm. Just go down the. Path. Just go down the path. Dwar is a cleric. Dang, I guess I will. <laughs> I guess I can head down here. It puts me in a good range with that thing. It does. Sorry. And then that's it. Literally it. All right. I need more sorcerer points. Need or I need something to restore them. Maybe if everyone wasn't so busy about rowing all the way through the ship graveyard all the time, might be able to get a good night's rest. But, you know, who knows? And that's good. <laughs> I got a good night's rest because I know how What's important up? these things are. They're very important. Grok, it's your turn. All right. All right, lady. Grok has made up his mind. Okay, yeah, you had six seconds to think. Uh, what's up? Grok's not going to throw you into the river. Oh, thank God. Or whatever God is. Instead, uh -huh. Grok's going to simply... Oh, oh no. All right, now well, this, this is going to be very, very smart. Trust Grok on this. Why do I feel the uh, butt coming? Okay, now you see the ghoul over there. Yeah, the, the one right in front of me. It's trying to eat my face. Yes, this one. It, it is It is going, it's about to attack you. Yep. Yes. Well. Why don't you just not let it? Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm with I one on this one. Could you, could you not let it attack my face, please? Well, I, I figure... If I use my if I use my ram, my last charge, I can knock down that boat and make it land <laughs> on the ghoul. Wait a what minute! I can break. I I can look. Rock, I will. I will. I will break every law of spellcraft to fireball now, you if you do that. No. Trust Grok on this. See, all, if I just aim for those bundle of ropes over there, it's the only thing holding that boat up. I. I could crush the ghoul. You with could the just boat. also hit it. <laughs> but also think also think about this, lady. Uh huh. It stand it stands to reason that if I knock down the boat, uh -huh. it will. Um, well, I also notice our canoe is taking on water. We could use some of the wood from the fallen boat to repair it. So, really, it's a win-win. All this I is... need you. This all is... I need you to. Track. Yes. Is, is simply duck out of the way. I, 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 and I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if Grok is being serious. If so, I question him so deeply. Well, Grok, are you okay? Did somebody drop you on the head? I, I think, I think it might work. But at the same, well, won't oh. you also get hit by the boat? No, Grok, Grok won't get hit. Grok will step out of the way. Yeah. And My what about question. our, what about the captain? The captain can step away, 
Grok, I'm My not feeling- My one question, what about the sorcerer who's on the boat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think yeah. that far? I didn't, I, didn't no. think, I didn't think about the sorcerer on the boat. Really channeling yeah, your character here, bro. <laughs> yeah, because if you, uh, okay. if you hit me at all, you're right. That... It's a declaration of war. That definitely wouldn't have that wouldn't have been good. Thank you for pointing that out. Grok is method <laughs> acting right now. Grok war will be declared. Orange is looking down at you like, what the hell is he thinking? Orange will have their day. I was like, hope he does that. Hope he oh, does wait. that. Just to just to okay. Well, what about this? Look, this branch is right above the, the ghoul. Uh-huh. I could simply uh-huh. knock down the branch. Why don't How you just hit the goal? You know what? Grok, why, a- why Grok aims to... his ram's head and hits the branch above the ghoul with the ram and trying like to just... knock it down. You just hit our this hearing that shit is like, Grok, just fucking hit the goal! Don't think too much! Oh no, no, Grok, no, no, Grok, no. Grok's a tactician. Grok, Grok is a shut tactician. your mouth. You know Alright. Alright. You're not you when you so... think. He's gonna hit the branch. So go with ahead. Oh, oh, hit the branch. Roll a d20. Alright. Roll a d20. Roll a d20. Uh, 10. A 10. A 10. So the spectral ghoul, the spectral goat, charges out of your mouth and trots up and smashes through the branch and cracks it cleanly off the jungle tree. Yeah! And a good, you man, I want to say like half of this tree starts bending and pulling down this huge mass of vines that rip and tear all this portion. And the entire bit of this suspended portion of the star goddess, this entire ship above you starts sliding or... I need you to Uh-oh. make uh, acrobatics or athletics check as this entire platform that you are on starts rotating and falling through the jungle canopy as this entire thing is interconnected. Orn. And the captain is diving Orn. out of the way as this all starts to fall in around her. Four I got a... Four. I got 12. Yeah, Grok's gonna step away too. Yeah, Grok. You, you, yeah, because if I survive this, Grok. <laughs> if I survive this, Grok. I will cast Featherfall. I will cast Featherfall on there. I'm going to cast Featherfall on there. Yes, I can reach it. That's fine. It's thir- It's 90 feet away. I can cast Featherfall. That's fine. So As a second level spell. This is slow motion. It's not that this star goddess, this airship is not falling out of the jungle canopy quickly. It is slowly just lowering itself down to the ground. But unfortunately, the captain is so exhausted. They look above you, and the last thing you see, you both make eye contact as she is crushed beneath the stern of the star goddess. Okay, what about the zombie? And the zombie are both melded together yes. in an alchemist of puddle. Oh. Now you, Orn, you skid on your heels oh. and slide down and very gingerly, light as yes. a feather, land right next to the edge of the star goddess. And right where you land, there is a very slowly seeping puddle of blood 
that starts to soak your boots. Grok thinks she's probably okay. Grok, Grok, come here. <laughs> come here, Grok. Grok, Grok. Come here. I want to show you something. It's a wonderful spell I learned. Look, you didn't get hurt. Grok thinks this is a win-win. Grok kills zombie, and you are down. You're down from the boat. But the woman's dead. Well, I just look at Grok, and Grok can just entirely, feel. And I will say this: Grok just fair. feels. He feels a burning, white-hot anger that he can probably hurts him in some small way, and I hope it does. As I say, if you ever do that again, there will be no Grok. Do what again? Knock a knock an airship out of a canopy? If you ever put my life in danger like that again, Grok, there will be no Grok. Grok, see, see. Do I make myself clear? Grok, Grok, I'm just smile. I'm just smiling as have... I like silently, <laughs> telepathically communicate this to Grok. Grok may have made a mistake. He could have probably just I... hit the zombie. You think, Grok? <laughs> and that's your problem. You're not you when you think. Look, Leave the thinking to me. Grok is a master tactician. <laughs> Grok, I, I literally think you got the wrong impression of that idea. Wow, Grok really messed this up. <laughs> Remember, oh, Grok. Do this Grok. again, and there will be no Grok. Grok. Grok's not. Grok didn't do too well in this. I'm just smiling, and like all they can see, and like anybody can see me, is just me just well. smiling. There is no now there, but this time it is so full of malice you can palpably see it. Hey, just well, smiling um, maliciously at Grok while I Grok, just say nothing. Grok still has his action because wait no never mind it takes an action to activate the ring. So DM, Grok, a question: What happens? Do the ghouls, the the ones that are alive, see their brother get crushed? The two ghouls are just have their like half of their heads above the water. They see this huge piece of the ship crash to the ground. Their friend get crushed. They look at each other, and they just sink below the water and swim away. Oh. Grok did it! No, Grok won! You just they're swimming next to each other, and then call down a lightning strike on them. <laughs> wait, wait, Grok! You just see Tyler just, like, just really far away. <laughs> Grok may have not thought through a lot of things this or maybe yeah, not too Grok, I am just glad you Grok. realized your mistake. Thank you. Your mistake Don't do it ever again, or that lightning will be for you. Grok, Grok thanks you all for your patience with Grok. Grok. It's Honor running very thin. <laughs> It's <laughs> to be fair. To be fair, Grok did did destroy. Grok did destroy the zombie. You and I'm already just like I don't want you knowingly. Perhaps not at the forefront of your mind, but you knowingly got two people killed. Grok didn't think that the captain would die. Actually, what is your alignment, Grok? It's chaotic neutral. It's not chaotic neutral. Yeah, I've never said his alignment. You are chaotic neutral, Grok. <laughs> you are. You yeah. are. At this point, you are. You are. Like, even if it I'm wasn't originally, we have now forcibly changed your alignment to chaotic neutral. 
It's not lawful. I, I cannot see you as lawful when you do shit like this. Chaotic good. You're ca you're good, but in a chaotic I, manner. No, he's chaotic. I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of. I mean, I'm chaotic good. And so am I. Yeah. I'm ridiculous. Grok. Well. First off. Okay, yeah, sure. Maybe the navigator was on his fault. Pushing the grillin <laughs> off the boat was a bad idea. But that that was a good idea, knocking down the branch. I didn't want to knock down the whole, like, fucking huge tree branch. I just wanted to knock down this little branch off the side. Grok, do you not see everything that's just well, attached to every single branch? <laughs> Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm literally, like, getting my ass... Uh. Just a little bit further with my wings at, as the war is going to finish rubbing his temples and begin <laughs> to bail the boat. Yeah, Grok. I, oh, I, Grok I, does. Grok does have an upside. Grok no. got wood from airship to repair canoe. The canoe isn't damaged. It's just filled with water because it tipped. <laughs> from yeah. from the gorillin, Grok it's, threw off the tree. It was never damaged. Interesting. Okay. I, I, okay. So. You're saying, uh, as he talks to Melis, he says, like, you have a spare to contain us safely? Because I'm, I'm very sick of this shit right now, and I'm so fucking tired. What was the question? You said you have a spare for something, right? A spell for something? You mean, like, what, what was I that mean, you call it? Tiny Hut? Or whatever it is. Liaman's Tiny Hut? Liam's yeah. tiny head. I also, I just realized I had a command spell. <laughs> ah! Oh, dear. <laughs> Alright, so, where is that spell? Command? No. Oh. Not this one. And Lemonade's uh, tiny hut, whatever is oh. this shit. Lemonade's tiny hut. Basically, the, the all of us can just like sleep safely for the. All right, I'm up okay. for that challenge. So everyone, gather all around. We're going to go to sleep Wookie. before disaster uh, comes occurs again. All right. Wait, Wookie, Wookie. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Grok checks the bodies of the navigator oh and God. well, he wants to see if they have anything valuable on them. I'm sorry, they're navigator. dead. They're not. They, they don't want. It's not like I mean, they're going to use it. They're dead. They're not they're really going to make use of it anymore. Which I don't true. know where their body is. Gro Gro so it hit the water, splatted, and <laughs> went downstream somewhere. Oops, okay, Grok will... <laughs> so yeah, you look for the navigator, and you find uh, along the river there is a particularly dark red portion of where the navigator hit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I understand what Grok was trying to do, and I can understand his line of reasoning, but it's still stupid. <laughs> I don't know. His line of reasoning nearly got me killed, so I'm. Grok, so I, am, uh, I am none the too happy. Dark red, the dark uh, red puddle that used to be the navigator. Yep. I, I, at least I saved Lair. Get the boat, the canoes. Over to the edge. Taking a moment to, re to regroup here. You, Dwar, bail out the canoes and get them back into working order. You do see like some pretty deep gouge marks, but they're they're fine. They're still completely serviceable. And as you look through this portion of the river where the navigator hit, there's uh, some very 
soggy. You're not sure if it's river water or gore, but they are very wet clothes. Then you have to kind of like pull the halves of the navigator apart to like really get underneath to see if there was anything that embedded itself into the ground and the mud and there's nothing. No, find a cracked spyglass that's completely bent and the glass is totally shattered and full of mud now. I'd recommend something, but I really don't want Grok to drop a boat on me. <laughs> you can talk with Taro this if you want. <laughs> oh, maybe there's some stuff in the remaining parts of the boat that are hanging up there. Alright, I'm going to check it. As he flies to the portion, uh, the portion of the boat and starts searching for like treasure or anything like this. I will send my bird to help you search. Point last? One minute. Mm. I want to move quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I said that's my fine. Bird that's help. fine. I have feather fall. Yeah. Taking a moment, and with the help and aid of the bird, you move through the different sections of the wreckage of the airship. And as fly fades, kind of make your way in between the different branches, the ones that are still suspended, as well as the wreckage that is now caked into the mud of the jungle. You're able to put together one explorer's pack, but you see that most of the rations, most of the supplies, it's been thoroughly picked over. These people were on the verge of starvation as you came upon them. Well, we made their life short. All right. Explorer pack. Explorer's pack minus rations. It's just such a shame that... (laughs) That's fine. I mean, honestly, you guys probably should have... Probably should have tried to save him. I mean, I'm sorry, but Grok's not the best at saving people. I'm sorry, Grok. You were the first person who ran <laughs> up here. He, you know, Grok was just trying to be helpful, and at the end of the day, he almost saved those guys. You <laughs> see this group that you see this group member who wants to be helpful, but he just causes more damage than help. Exactly. Oh, hey, no. you got that very shortly. Nice, well, nice done, lady. I think that was explained when he killed, like, all of the survivors. Yeah, everything that happened. Well, except of me that I watched Carl because, you know, I tried to scam. Well, I told you the story before. Instead of that, all them. Granted, I will say he didn't kill all of them, but he did kill, like, a good majority. Well, that's yeah. just oh. our problem. I, I know where to search. Uh, Grok eagerly goes to where the boat fell on the captain and tries to break the wood around it so he could find so he could try to get to the captain's mangled corpse if anything's valuable it's going to be on the captain or crushed well yeah i'm gonna cast hold person on grog (laughs) (laughs) well i gotta roll against that let's just go to the wisdom save ah yes wisdom saves oh (laughs) (laughs) and with a paralyzed grok i'm just gonna pick him up and put him in the hut the tiny hut yeah let's go to the tiny hut and get a long rest all right i cast the tiny hut i will not have you desecrating the corpse of the captain that you crushed i'm just going to put some dump tape on his on his mouth and there (laughs) it's out let's go so, Grog, how, how's your day? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't care. All right. Let's go. Let's go to bed. 
Okay, long rest time. Yeah. Hopping in the tiny hut, you guys, the crack of dawn, the sun comes up, and you all pass out for the day. Yay! Long rest, let's go. Oh, do we? can we get rid of that exhaustion? Go ahead, remove your point of exhaustion. Go ahead and mark a long rest as you guys Yay. pass an eight hours during a... Not during the very relaxed and humid hot day. It's very, very much relaxing. And how's everyone doing on time? Anyone uh, got to go? I'm fine for now. Yeah, I'm fine yeah. too. Yeah. I'm just doodling. All right, we'll go for a little bit longer and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a five minute break. Okay. Yes, yes. Anyone want to see what I've been drawing? Yeah, yeah post yeah. it. Everybody's shouting at you. Just smash yeah. it with your hammer. You're like, no. <laughs> Tree. Look, guys, it was a good-ish idea. You got to admit. I like. I can understand where. If there were multiple way. of them that okay, would be crushed with the branch, that would be good. But if it was just the one. And also, I'm sorry, but the captain had no survivability skills. All right, let's be you honest. You could have, instead of putting them down and then doing this, just kept them and moved them with you. Oh yeah, that's that's true. Uh, Look, your plan was okay, but the execution was poorly done. Look, guys, I think... I th okay, yeah, sure. That part was poorly executed, but Grok, he did have well intentions, and you gotta give him credit for that. I will That's give the only reason you did not get struck with lightning. <laughs> hey, Grok. I don't know. I, if, I, if, I did have the, if I had the spell slots, I probably would have fireballed him. Because I had, like, still, like, eight turns of call lightning that I could have just kept striking you with. I imagine... It... You go. Imagine I just crafted a ring of spells throwing, I put it to Lair. He has no spell slot left and just... Just this. Just this thing ha has to be, like, the last fireball on his ass. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. You're full of shit. <laughs> You're full of shit. You're full of shit. <laughs> I do that for, like, two hours before you sleep, so I can annoy you, so... So... Every time that I pre well, I just do a mechanism of like rotation with it, and it's a gear, and it says uh, full of shit every five seconds. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, Ugh, actually, I should probably get a ring of spell storing and store a couple fireballs in there. Yeah, oh, wow. just that's, in case. That is a great. Piece, that's a great piece of art. That is awesome. Honestly, you're such a great artist, and that's Tardis. Look at him; he's so beefy. Yeah. I imagine he's like taller than uh, Malice. Oh yeah, he's six foot seven. Uh, he's oh, tall. yeah. No, he's, I will honestly look. Look at that, Tardis. He's cute. Look at that. You drew him so cute. Good job. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Bro, I would, I would take Tardis on a fancy date. God damn. <laughs> he does look pretty. Like if you if you see his. Um... Uh, if you go to resources and you see uh, like the photo I took, he has this charismatic like uh, this charismatic look. I will be right back. It's just, you know, it's not exactly right to call Grok evil. I'd say. So no, yeah, I guess no evil. Yes. Naive. Naive. I think he doesn't, he doesn't care about consequences. So that's. That's why we call him. That's the charm him. of Grok. He's like, he means well, and he is like nice to hang around because of how, because he doesn't want to do anything bad. But the chaos behind it is just like, roll your luck. Do you want to help people or do you want to die in the process? 
Yeah, that was Grok, almost the war. Grok would be the type of person to, like, throw an explosive barrel at a group of enemies that just so happened to be right next to an orphanage. If you want to do that with me, with Tarotus, he will literally be willing to. <laughs> like, 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 the thing is, I cannot find uh, gunpowder and make barrels all of it. So here's the thing. I craft a barrel of powder, I put bonfire, you throw it, and then it explode. You know what's even worse about the captain's death? It's The ship was like falling super slowly, so she got crushed to death like in the slowest way possible. Yeah, she could have moved at any point. I just, yeah, she, instead she was just like, no! <laughs> So like yeah, that was it wasn't even like a fast crushing where like she wouldn't have felt it, it like it hurt, dude. You know, yeah, you know nice about how heavy that starship was. How heavy? About sixteen tons. Yeah, and like it was just falling like super slowly just onto this person. Oh, did you see the drawing? I'm taking that as a no. I'm sorry? Uh, did you see the drawing? Ah, let me look in the channel. I'm on a different tab. <laughs> hey! She drawed that in like 20 minutes. No, I actually drew that this entire session. Bro, it's like we're playing D&D &D and you're playing a come draw with me. I'm actually doing a little sketch for Dwarf, his little lightning powers. Oh, Hell so yeah. cool! Oh my god. That's awesome. There. I am back it, now. It is such a shame that, uh... Welcome that back. Liar. Lair. Broke. Liar. Yeah, Lair. sorry, Lair. He, he, broke, he broke Grok's little f flute, which is not good. At Considering what is bad, what he has done, I think they should have broken more. <laughs> uh, like, let's, let's be honest, that was the, that, that's one of Grok's most personal and prized items, and you just we can get him. We can get him. And well, last time you used one of those, we got we nearly got et by cannibals. Yeah, but like it's the thought that counts. Uh, was it because until the undead are swarming us like crazy? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so it was a meaning of not getting attention on us, not just because he was bad at it. No, I, yes. I, actually, Grok's really good at the flute. It so was far. pretty nice, but like. It is nice, but zombie. I mean, considering. Time and place. Yeah, exactly. Why we like, In a tavern, I'd be more than happy yeah. to. He could play the flute to his heart's content. He could probably even play for money. Yeah. But. When. Uh, when Arla, when it's uh, out in the open, where we have no idea what's going to be waiting us, yeah. I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I know. Exactly. You want to throw I mean, something. You want to throw one of those cool undead monsters at us, don't you? Look, if Me? the DM, yeah, if the DM says it's a good idea, ideas to the DM because he will actually do it for a punishment. Oh no, I mean, hey, I've already I've already given him ideas for a campaign, for a new campaign, so. All right. Well, let's keep going up this river. You arise. Yeah. The sun is now dipping below the horizon. It is now nighttime. 
Ooh, I love nighttime. It's nighttime. Oh. Yeah, we went to sleep during the day. I guess yeah. we could probably just uh, hang out until uh, and you know hang out for a couple hours and go back to sleep so we can get back on our circadian rhythm. Wait, didn't we have like a guide with us? Yes, oh, yeah. I mean. Oh no! Did Grog, did Grog so, kill him? No. Yeah, Grog killed him. Grok, uh, he. Oh, by the way, Grok gets in front of everybody. He says he was helping Dwar with keep the other canoe from floating away. Grok wants to apologize to everyone here. Grok obviously wanted to help these people, but in Grok's hubris, he accidentally maimed and killed them. So I am sorry, but I hope this could be a learning experience for Grok because, well. Grok's not the good that good at thinky, you know. So you gotta. All right. There's one. There's one so, thing I have to tell you, Grok. Oh, what's that, dear Tardis? Thanks for the compliment. Uh, when you have an idea, just please talk with us, and if we don't agree, don't do it. Right. Grok, we'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Okay, so, Grok, I need you to, to do something else as well. What you said, put it down, write it somewhere in your mind or in a notepaper, and when you take a decision, you're gonna, you're gonna take that notepaper and read it out loud. Should I, uh, I have, if I have an idea, I have to tell my party. My party. If you disagree, I don't do it. Grok, write understand. it down now. Grok will keep that in his mind and unfold no, it. No, 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 no. You don't keep that in mind. You write it down. Grok, Grok doesn't have any paper, but he will. I will. I have some. He will store it inside I Grok. I have an ink and quill. Iron trap of a mind. Grok will. There's no excuse, Grok. Take this and write it down. Grok writes it down. Okay. And anytime you don't do that, I'm going to pull you a book and I'm going to literally put you into a statement of repeating 10 times. So the second of all will be 10 times. Then after that, 100 Ugh. times. And after that, 1,000 times. Grok right? understands, God. You know, Grok messes up one time and suddenly it's... it's... Grok, no, no, hell to the fucking... It has not no, been one I time. I have just met you. Name this is name ten other times Grok messed up, okay? Do I have well, there to was the, the uh, cave? He's going to do the, the like show of like, you know, um You know the cannibal yeah. First cannibal, second lying to a captain, three uh Ponyasas in danger with this situation, uh fourth he's going to tell you about the beginning, uh when you Try to literally mess up with some gang or whatever. And five, I think there was another thing. But then you kicked a gnome. What Wait, kind of person was... kicks a gnome? Grok doesn't remember kicking a gnome. I saw you kick a gnome. Grok Grok doesn't... Doesn't... All right, that's five. Grok doesn't yeah, remember it. kicking a gnome. I... Grok doesn't remember that one. I can name five from just meeting you. Okay. Sure, Grok may have messed up multiple times and put no, everyone in danger. Did. No, but you, you know did. what? You know what Grok didn't do? Grok what? didn't do anything intentionally. 
All right. Except for the gnome thing. It's, can I do a deep dive with my thoughts to ensure that uh, this is the truth? It's, it, it, it is coming back to memory. Grok did kick the gnome on purpose. Uh, there was also di- dressing up and accepting them having as an army. Whoa! Grok! Grok just did what the priestess told it, Grok. I'm, that Grok played a very, very good goddess. Okay, Grok. You have to admit, Grok, acting skills on point. You did. Grok, as much as you I say that you did not do it intentionally, but you intentionally murdered like 50 frogs for no reason. Oh, other okay, than but maybe Grok, they were bad. Grok does have an excuse for that one. The gold grung told Grok. Very specifically, that they were terrorists. Now, Grok doesn't yes. really like said, know what a terrorist maybe. is. Grok does know, however, that terrorists are bad, and Grok does not like bad people. Grok, I want to also remind you the fact that the priest only gave us paint. Just paint. Grok knows. Anyway, while they're arguing, I'm going to ritually cast Water Walk and give it to everyone except for Grok. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, I'll be fine. I can just shape water and just walk on a little layer of ice if I want. I'm still giving it to you. Dang. Well, I guess I'm still I'm still gonna have my ice walk. Yeah. Uh, oh. when no one, I'm going to sneak away from the group for a little bit. All right. So. Do our Damn it. <laughs> That's a twelve. Everyone, you all feel. I noticed, but don't say anything. Did you just see Tara's like? Uh, I think I'm going to keep a... I think I'm going to keep an eye on the villager. You know my damn name! I know, I'm just... I'm just messing with you. Well, it's not Grok's place to do any anything right Grok, now. Grok, shut up! So, uh, Grok's probably just gonna... <laughs> Grok's probably just gonna try to repair his flute that uh, was broken. That's probably Anybody got the men's spell? Grok's really sad about this. Grok, this was the only thing Grok's wife left him before she died. It's really. Well, he probably should have taken better care of it then. Uh, do you have on your hands? You know, Grok likes you, died, but Grok will not hesitate. Uh, Grok, do you have your pieces of flute with you? Yes. Grok. He just like he just takes turns around and says, "Give me the flute." Grok hands the flute. To Tardis. The and Dana repairs your flute. Yeah. There. there. Grok thanks you, Tardis. Ra- I'm going to keep you as a promise. You promised me to not draw attention tonight. Am I clear? Grok places his hand on Tardis' shoulder. Grok thanks you so much, Tardis. This means more than you could ever know. I'm good Grok- this time, but... Grok please greets don't- you with great respect. You are Grok's best friend if you say so <laughs> now now don't stay too much away i'm going to keep an eye on the villager all right Croc thinks that's an invasion of privacy but whatever yes maybe I, she's going to the restroom i love Malice? invasions of privacy all right. do you invade said privacy though do you <laughs> so malice no, as you- these two are having a bro moment what are you doing uh, I I don't know how to word this unless I know who is like, uh, peeking. 
Give me, me a perception MP. check. Okay. Well, this is just out of character. This isn't for my character. No. Oh. All right. So, yeah, it seems like uh, probably Teridus and maybe it even sounds like Orn might get a little curious here. <laughs> All right. That's so, that's so creepy sounding. <laughs> it's just... Oh, my. Oh, no, are I'm you, always are curious. You like, I'm a look, scholar of the plane. Let's be honest, boys. All right. If Grok snuck away, you guys would not peek. Okay. Let's let's be honest. Dwar will. Dwar will. I would be a little yeah. curious why you would even need to sneak out. Plus, I, I also I would... think I need to keep you, like, I need to keep you out of harm's way because I feel like you're gonna deal damage, if not to yourself, then to everybody around you. Yeah, I need to know where Grok is at all times, actually. <laughs> so, so, yeah, uh, Dwar so... would have only tracked where she went, but not be watching. Um. Uh... She doesn't go far. She just goes away out of eyesight. Uh, Lair, I really do need to know if you are watching her. No. Um, I, well, I'm kind of, I would be curious as to what the hubbub is about. Like, we're like, so okay, creepy. so this person's fault. What's this person doing? So creepy. So I am, I, I will say yes, I am curious. They are okay. a new person to the group, and you did and rescue you them from Dungrungalung. So there's not like an established trust here. This isn't someone that you and Syndra were contracted with to end the death curse. They are a recent addition, so the suspicion isn't unfounded. And Teridus, this is probably a similar train of thought that you're having as well. So both uh, you... Teridus. There actually knows. And they call yeah, Grok the bad guy. So, what is going to do is like, ah, oh, Lair, uh, keep an eye on Grok, actually. I mean, okay, I honestly think that's probably for the best. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably for the best. Uh, don't worry, I'm going, uh, I'm going to keep an eye on her. And, uh, uh, if Teridus is the only thing, person who knows, she just takes a quick breather of her own business <laughs> and then comes back. That's all. It's like, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Just needed to stretch a bit. Did you get hurt? Oh, no. Never mind. Yeah, you got a long rest. Whatever. Yeah, we got a long rest. Yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah. Welcome to uh, our disaster. It's a nightmare. <laughs> he starts, l like, laughing no in telepathy. Because, because yeah. Hey. There's no eye in Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. So like, oh, yes, there is. Oh, shit, there Dang. is. <laughs> well, he's like, where's your owl, by the way? She points up, and you, you can just see see the owl staring intensely. <laughs> oh, there it is. Hello, fella. As he waves. Like, where did you find that bird? Poachers. Excuse me? Uh, long story. I'll give you the short version of it. It was very injured and I rescued it. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm, I think I'm all stretched now. We can head back. As you wish. He heads back. You guys. Come back like nothing. Sorry. <laughs> Like nothing ever happened, you rejoin the group and pass the remainder of the evening, and you all, you know, it was a bit tiring day, a bit taxing in multiple ways, both patience and physically, but you recuperate through the night, and dawn breaks, oh. 
Oh, go ahead. Before before the night ends, Grok goes around and asks, "Does anybody want to play Grok Paper Scissors?" <laughs> And for this, for this, I'm just going to like touch Grok, and I'm going to give him just a little shock. Please, Dan, give him inspiration for that joke. Come I'm, on. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving him a little shock, just a little shock. I don't think I've ever given anyone inspiration, but damn it, Grok, go ahead and take a point of inspiration. Yeah, <laughs> let's go, inspiration. That's the first time I can recall. Well, this certainly is a first, and I personally accept it with great hum- humil- humility. That was a really good fucking joke. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> makes the DM laugh. Come on. Equal parts funny and cringe. My favorite. <laughs> I, hurt. I hurt inside. But you all awake and moving back into the canoes, now freshly bailed and knocking out the rain from the previous night start making your way back up through the river Olong and can I get a survival check as you guys start to move through the glassy water I'm gonna aid the guide a survival check mm-hmm. uh, yeah that, that could have been dwarf because he, he says oh we're walking water walking so maybe him yeah I can give you a guidance there I got a base 10 I was gonna just help the guide. Unless I'm clicking the wrong thing. Go ahead and roll again as you have advanced... Oh, wait, guidance? Okay, what does guidance, guidance, guidance give you? It's a D4? Go ahead and roll a D4. Me? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is 11, so cool. huh? Um, oh. eh, it's fine. Not the end of my world. This is just a river. What? Look into the... Look at the art channel. <laughs> nice. That's- Oh my god, that's so good. (laughs) Damn, that's lit. (laughs) That's so good. It's just a quick sketch. The God of Thunder Rises. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Is it like a small hammer, hammer, like the actual meal here, or is it like really big? It's pretty decent sized. Okay. It's able to be two-handed. Okay. Nice. Pretty sizable hammer. I want to go to this place. I want to go to this place. Why, so bad. Why, do, you, why do you need to go to the Peaks of Flame? The flower. Oh, oh yeah, the really. flower. No flower way. Flower my shit. Let's go. That's, you know, if we actually got a lot of those flowers, we'd be rich. I mean, those are, go for a lot. Yo, they're worth 50 gold. <laughs> not, not where... Well, yeah, they're worth 50 gold usually, but in this land, they're really rare, so they're a lot more expensive, as stated by the the shop owner. Yeah, I can, <sighs> just, I can just go on a full day just searching for these plants. No, we have to stay focused, bro. my brothers. We have to stay focused. No, I want these flowers. You just see, like, a little grin smile on his face, like, very, like... For uh, what, exactly? Give me a good reason why we should stray off our path. It's not on our path. Mm. Salida, is it on the path? No, no, not at all. That's completely opposite direction of where we're going. We're trying to go southwest, and that's south. Can Sorry, we make a this? Can we make a detour, please? Didn't we already make a detour with this whole dragon's horde fiasco? You made a detour. That's on your fault. Uh, 
You As I said, to give me a good reason to detour. All right. All right. So uh, he's going to explain you like, imagine the God of Thunder with explosive manners, and you can strike more enemies. DM, do I know of the Peaks of Flame? Go ahead and make a... Give me a history check. See if you... Because Chult... Crit. Wow. Um, <laughs> yes, somehow, this very sparsely <laughs> explored and mysterious jungle, you have heard rumors of the very few expeditions that have returned from this far south of Chult. The peaks of flame are a mountain range shrouded in smoke and fire with huge volcanic activity activity continuously plummeting magma down the sides of this enormous chain of mountains you would also know that the last explorers that you've heard just uh, overheard a random conversation on your mini travels were telling these very emphatic tales about a dragon called tinder a uh a red dragon that called these peaks its home and stalked throughout its many chasms and caverns. Dang. I would... app. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is an older module than than. Um... So I kind of seeing that. I mean, I'm all for it. Thardish Down with Tinder. Seeing that Thardish <laughs> wants to go there so bad, I would like talk to speak up saying. Well, not many people have survived it, seeing that there's a red dragon with constant lava flow. There's a live dragon? So I've heard. Oh, shit. I'll be the first. I'll be the first to survive. (laughs) Well, think about it. The god of cowardly to go. I love your way, Dwar. Yes, let's go there. I think and... it could be reasonable to stop by, you know, maybe if... Uh, where exactly southwest? Because maybe we can go south and then cut west. God damn it. And, Gork, there's rumor that people don't return from this. Maybe we'll find some people to save. We have the God of Thunder on our side. I don't think he can die. I think he will return. Grok is... Grok, uh, doesn't think it's the best idea to go to an active volcano. But think of the people who are stuck in there. Uh, there is no... What? They would be dead. No. Crack. Imagine there's, uh, there's prisoners. You want to be a hero, right? So, if you, if we see... Word sorcery! No! (laughs) It's not sorcery! It's your your frame that you're searching for, Grok. If there's another dragon, there's another horde. Yes, exactly. What do you seek? Horde, you say. Money. Lots and lots of money. Lots of money. Lots of money. Keep that down on short. If you think about it, is the same color as money. So Grox. No. If you think about it, no, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) You're green and money is gold. Grog is the same color as a copper piece if left out in harsh conditions. Okay, I okay. Guess. Think, think okay, about okay. it. Grog accepts. Grog wants to go to Grok, the volcano. Grok. Let's go. Let's go. Grog. Uh, I want to go to the volcano. I to, to talk. Let's go. 
Think about it. It's an active volcano. It's constantly producing new minerals, very valuable, and rare ones that only occur in volcanic areas. Do you think Grok could throw something into the volcano? I mean, I don't doubt you couldn't. Grok is warming up to this idea. I think it would be very beneficial to go to the volcano. I'm looking Uh, at Lair seeing... I'm looking at Lair to see his opinion on all this. Norristown, alright, let's go there! (laughs) To the peaks of flame we go. But but after our main mission, after (laughs) our main mission, we're we're, we'll just do a little detour. You know? I need to increase my fee. So... And I'll hand her a platinum piece. I go to the guide and I try to persuade... And I'm going to try and persuade them saying... Think of it. If you take us there, a portion, a portion of the horde, if Dwar and Grok defeat the dragon, could be yours. Why does it only have to if. be Dwar and Grok? If so we win, win, I defeat the dragon. Yeah, if, huh? If. if. Right. Okay, no, off- no offense, but I just saw the God of Thunder get body slammed by a four-armed gorilla. But I survived. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with that. <laughs> Grok, Grok uh, remembers the only reason why you survived is because you got cool no, art. No, 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 no. <laughs> it was like pure muscle. I, I still look at. I still look at. Look Sorry. at the guy trying to persuade them to not increase the fee. No, the fee. It's like we get we get it, and uh, you get uh, some part of it. Maybe. We'll see. Yes, I remember the last horde that you shared so evenly with everyone that you entered into an agreement to do so. Yes. Oh shit, yeah, we still have those two guys with us. No, they're no, gone. We don't. Oh, they're no. gone. They got they're nothing. Dead, they got nothing. We got all the fucking price. Remember, we, remember we all took a vote, and then we decided that, you know, they could. They, they knew too much. Wait a minute, didn't Wait, we actually killed them? Left? No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> I, I, I have a question. Right. Who has the weird... Uh, and you were okay with fear. this, Dwar? Who okay, has what? Uh, crazy? So two guys are gone. Fear. I sent them off. Oh, the one of fear. That's, that's me. That hardly seems Can I have that? better than leaving. Uh, yes. You, uh, you see yeah. that? This is like... I've... I mean, they also, uh, I think this will be helpful to you because I don't use it at all. Do you want it? I mean, if we took advantage of my special thing, this could be very useful. Listen, it's a one of fear, so I guess you're the most closest to be uh, fearing us for slapping us. There you go. I'm this tempted to just reveal everything just to sca- just to see if I could scare you. <laughs> no. Ti- Grok is tired of talk. Grok wants to go to the volcano. No, God, we don't go to the volcano yet. We need to go to the mission after we go to the volcano. What? Even we that's go to confused the mission to me. For, we go to the okay, mission Dwar, first, then the it's, volcano. It's, okay, Dwar, so our guy doesn't mission want... Mission first, and then... It. So, okay. Mission. But then do you really want these flowers? Aren't we closer okay. to the volcano okay. than the city? Listen, I didn't say we go there yet. Why not? Because we need to focus on the main mission. 
We have our guide right there. But we'll probably prevent people from dying permanently. And also, like, when yeah. will we be this close to the peaks of flame again? It's going to take listen, us a while. To listen, Grok. If we don't stop whatever this is, uh, like, I, I'm usually we're we're getting through it. If we don't stop that. I think we cannot get to the volcano because everything around will be actually vaporized, like the plants and all of this. So it's no use. So we need to go to that place and save these people. I really want to wrestle a dragon, but I have to concur. Uh, I know. We'll do that after, but Rock we need to be safe first. All right? All right. Salida, lead on, you, val you valiant Yes, this better be positive. Woman, all right. You valiant... Yeah, you're you're very you're a strong, independent woman. So you know, go lead us. Keep lead it coming, on, you majestic woman. Uh, That's right. That's more. Yes, perfect. I like these. Grok, Keep coming. Grok thinks Grok thinks you are uh, okay to look at. Just less happy with that. Just Grok just thinks you should keep leading. Grok's bad at this. You have oh. done an outstanding job here. To as a gift from me, the God of Thunder. I'm going to give her a platinum piece. I'm just saying, you have a hundred of those platinum pieces, Dor. You should give a little more. <laughs> she accepts no, the platinum okay. piece. Just one, just one. As he's like looking at like everyone to see, like, yo, uh, don't fucking put all the money on her. She's just our guys. We oh, by the way, the uh, enemy. DM, she, she's just said, guiding uh, us and then do shit. You hmm? said the the two big diamonds. Uh, they're worth a thousand each, right? I just wanted to make sure because I didn't write them down in my... 500 gold pieces. Oh, 500 gold. That makes more sense. Nice try. Nice try. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, I need to add those. Okay. All right, we go to the main mission. Uh, Very well. We'll continue. And she just keeps leading you up the river or along. And you are getting closer to the Plagues of Flame. However... As you continue, you notice that opening up before you is a large lake. And right at the edge of this lake, poking up out of the jungle, is a structure. And behind it, you see this huge mountain, this, this ridge, this series of mountains, continue and frame this thing that is coming up, up out of the jungle the massive brick and stone ziggurat that rises up from the the mass of these expanding jungle it's like the jungle is trying to absorb it and pull it back into the ground but it's resisting two staircases angle up and across and f the front face one to the right and one to the left to meet at a landing and a second level so you're seeing like a wedding cake of ziggurats there's levels of ziggurats stacked on top of each other that raise up out of the trees that surround it. And on the second level that raises 30 feet above your heads, you see a third. The layout repeats from the second level up to the third level, but on each successive layer, it adds less height than the one below it. The fourth level, 60 feet above the jungle floor, is enclosed... It encloses a shrine or a temple, its walls adorned with labyrinthian symbols. And as you come across this huge ziggurat, it opens up before you as the river bends around it and terminates into this lake. 
The jungle encroaches right up and onto the ancient structure. The first flight of steps are choked with creepers, tree roots, flowering vines. It might have been surrounded, this city, a long time ago by some kind of city, but now the jungle has overrun it, and it's so dense it would take hours of searching to find the foundations of the tumble stones that once made the great city that surrounded this huge shrine. Is this the place, or is this something else? This is... This is something else. We're trying to reach... We're trying to reach something to the southwest. This isn't right. This looks really fancy and important. Is it a trap? It's an ancient city. I would like to go and see who this is dedicated to. You start making your way to the ziggurat. It'd be really (laughs) funny if it was dedicated to Dor. I doubt it. (laughs) That would be Pog, though. That would be funny. I'd be just like, what? (laughs) Oh. It's from the future. Or is a self-proclaimed god. He's not actually one, so somebody... (laughs) Somebody from this knowing who he is is like, what? It's proclaiming to him he's already a god. (laughs) That'd be wild. So your boat, as if pulled by gravity, a magnet, it doesn't even take any effort. It just floats right up to the staircase. And you're deposited. The boat nestles itself into the muddy banks. And you disembark and make your way to the base of the staircase. And rising up into the ziggurat, there's a 50-foot-long staircase that rises about 30 feet up into the air into the next level. There's a tangle of roots, vines, creepers that enmesh the steps. It would be difficult to... It'd be impossible to kind of find any way to step on the stone. It's so covered in these different tangles of roots. Hmm. Well, Grok ascends the steps bravely, leading the charge. Grok, being the first one, you immediately step into this, and the wet, slippery vines, they crunch under feet. They're, they're slippery, and it's difficult for you to make any headway, but you do so. And then after ten feet, you feel something begin to scratch at you. The vines, the roots, they have these nasty thorns that you can almost see them grow as you look at them and you continue. Do you continue? I look at the the vines and I glare at them really angrily and I try to intimidate them. Roll an intimidation check. Let's do it. Oh, I'm gonna use light. <laughs> that, that was bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Vines are they they quiver a little bit and the the thorns they're not it they're not as long as they used to be but they're still very sharp. Huh. I covering the stairs I knew you all of it. Did I have the guts to face me? The vines are covering the entire section of the ziggurat. The entire base all the way around in every direction that you can see is covered in these vine roots. So, jumping up. Yeah, Grok is going to 
is going to do a running jump as he tries to just jump as far as he can and then just start running up these stairs to not get hit by these stupid thorns. Are you jumping up the stairs? Yeah, I'm going to jump up the stairs. Dwar, are you jumping up the stairs or are you jumping up a different part of the ziggurat? Jumping up a different part. All right, Dwar, you leap and you try and vault yourself to the next up to the next level, the second level, and as you run and you try and throw yourself up to the next level, your feet catch and then immediately slip on the vines and you slide back down to the ground. Mm. Um, what are the rules of jumping? How far can you jump in uh, D&D with can, your strength? I can jump 10 feet straight up. 10 feet straight up? It's uh, your... It's half your strength it's, score for high jump. All right. Long jump is, uh, I, f- I think it's your, it's twice your, uh, yeah, long jump is twice your uh, ability score. Okay, it's long jump. When you make a long jump, cover a number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet on foot immediately before. You make a standing long jump, you can leap only half that distance. And then high jump is 3 plus strength modifier. Okay, so not as high as I thought. So that'd be 8 feet up. Then I can jump. Alright. So, yeah, you try it uh, again, and you try and leap up into this, like, this tiered... It's not quite a staircase, but it is... It is leapable. Like, it, it should be something that you're able to at least like grasp up onto the top of the next section and pull yourself up to the second level. But each time you try, it's like it expands right as you're looking at it. It doesn't change shape, but you're not able to get any kind of purchase. And you end up each time falling short. Grok, you try and jump. Yeah. Taking your 10 feet and then running, jumping, how far do you jump? It's about eight, ten feet. Let's see. Well, uh, how, three what plus is strength how, mod. Eight plus strength mod. Three plus seven. strength mod. Three plus strength mod. Seven feet. Seven feet. Mm-hmm. So you leap, and as you come down hard from this, from this standing running jump, which are exact opposites, but from this running jump, your feet impale themselves on thorns. You're going to take seven slashing damage. Grok does not flinch at seven slashing damage. (laughs) Do you continue? Grok charges up the stairs, raging at these stupid thorns. All right. Are they like... Hmm? He keeps going. He's he's going to charge his 40 feet. Is it like in an open area or like an enclosed area? So the jungle encircles this entire ziggurat, and the only thing that breaks the jungle is this meandering river that comes around each side of it. So there is a small break in between the forest and the actual ziggurat. Grok, you charge raging, and the vines all sprout these nasty-looking thorns as you continue to run up. So the next five feet... You yeah. take five slashing damage. Does cool. anyone speak Is that reduced that? down, or do I have to, or is it two? Reduced to two. Okay. Does anyone have any ma- means of going? 
plants. Uh, um, well, I have something to get rid of them, but uh, I think I have something to speak with plants or something like this. Hmm. Um, you continue another five feet. Yeah. You take another five slashing damage. Yeah. Reduced to two. Right. Do you continue? I keep going, man. Just let's, okay. let's 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 skip this. So how many how many feet do I have left? I'll just times that by two. You or have I twenty mean, feet left, but it's different okay, so, damage. Oh, okay. Then I just keep going. All right. So you're gonna take ten damage, reduced to five, five. for the next five okay. feet. Okay. Oh, is it gonna be exponentially growing <laughs> damage? Oh, that's not good. <laughs> That might kill me. Uh, I have something. Okay, I keep yeah. going. But it's, it's keep going, so it's not gonna reach. But uh, you take another uh, ten damage, reduced by uh, reduced to five. Okay, okay, okay. You take another ten damage, reduced by five. Okay, so I only have ten feet left, right? Or no, five feet. Five feet left. You take another just... ten damage, reduced to five, and your you feet just... and hands are just torn the fuck up. <laughs> Okay. okay. Um, All right. <laughs> I told you, a grok could get through anything. Uh, me, I'm going to cast uh, Create Bonfire, and uh, with the Create Bonfire, I'm going to expand the, the flame of it with Control Flame, and I'm going to put it to all the thorn that is on the staircase. Look, these are magical thorns. There's no way fire is going to do anything to them. It's magical fire, big. <laughs> Look, let's see. I doubt it's going to do anything. All right, so they want to make I, they want to make that solution. I, I burn the thorns. That's what I do. Uh, I'll wait to see what happens. You flamethrower all the thorns and the vines on this entire stairway, and you watch as they burn and they squeal and shriek as they writhe. And as soon as they burn away, the ashes dissipating into dust. More vines grow to replace the ones that you burned. Malice. Okay. Uh, does the Wand of Fear interact with anything that has consciousness, or just that's living? Oh god. Reason why I ask is, I'm wondering if I can use the Wand on the vines. How'd you get the Wand of Fear? I thought uh, Tardis got that. I asked I... it, and he gave it to me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wondering if I can use the Wand on the vines... Alright, let me take a look. Uh, you want me to put it up for you? I got it on the Googles. Well, it just casts the spell fear, so... Yeah, it... it should be pretty simple. Well, if you think about it this way, the the vines did react when uh, Grok tried to intimidate them. So they have some level of consciousness. Uh, I'm gonna just put it up for everyone. If that's okay with the DM. Go ahead. If, if the... Uh... While holding the wand, you can use an action to extend two char, or just causing the wand to. Oh, okay. Two. Well, it says each creature. So are these vines like a single creature, or is it more like a magical spell or ward? That's what I was looking for. So you try and reach out with this wand and find some place to grab hold of with the spell, something to target. There's nothing there. Hmm. Uh. Fuck it, I just play my flute. To hey, the Tardis. bottom of the steps. Tardis, couldn't you right just like where fly? the vines start? Mm-hmm. I would like to ascend. Please make way. There's no way this app this works. You talk Wait. to the vines and Persuasion. 
As you walk up door, have you all seen Princess Mononoke? Uh, I have, yeah. Well, then, Dora, you would recognize there's a, a twiga, a twinga. It looks like a, a tree spirit, and its mask. A schwinga. A schwinga. <gasps> it looks like uh, a triceratops head, and it looks at you, <laughs> and it does the, the head tilt like a dog does when it's curious. And you yeah, see in its hand, it has an orange flower. And as it tilts its head, it runs up the steps. And as it runs up the steps, the thorns in the vines retract. I'm going to try to follow after it. Yeah, me too. As soon as you try and follow after it, the thorns immediately erupt back out. And you you get the first 10 feet, but right after this thing, it's it's pretty clear that... This oh. thing is the only one that's being allowed passage. Uh, can I minor illusion the same flower? You cast minor illusion, and as you try and take that step, right after that initial ten feet, the vines begin to, to poke at you. Okay, no. <laughs> I'm gonna look around for an actual copy of the flower. Uh... I think I'll do the same since I... Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to search for that flower uh, all of the around. Oh, the swing guy is so good. Does, uh, does the spell friends involve this, or is it also the same as the wand? Creature. Creature. Or okay. Emmanuel. Yeah, it's in Emmanuel. Uh, does anyone yeah, have I'm a proficiency? I'm sorry? I'm going to search for the same plant. Uh, can I recognize the plant? You would actually be able to recognize this plant. Okay, can I search it? In the area. You would recognize this as a magma orchid. And as you look around, do you have a do you have a proficiency in nature? Uh yes, I do. So you're able to because you're familiar with the kind of environment, this thing appreciates a lot of sunshine and usually can be found on the banks of the river, making your way towards where this thing should be. You and Dor are able to find, for each of you, one magma orchid. Can I search it for Malice and Lair? Yeah, yeah, you absolutely grab one for Malice, Lair, Grok. Wait, why is uh, is up the stairs? (laughs) Why is there there magma orchids here? Magma orchids? I want to see what they can do with potions, though. Can I I grab a lot of them? You grab a lot of them. How oh, much? God. How much is a lot, DM? Be careful you have to not to take too many. You have to respect it. Oh, I'm going to plant plant them as well, so I can grow them as well. Get Good. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna put some dirt actually and put it. He's gonna do some glass blower shit. He's gonna he's gonna make a bottle. He's gonna make like a like a leaf for. Uh, uh, he's gonna put like some leaves in it. So, and uh, have a little bit of water with uh, the alchemy gun. Grok scratches his head. You you guys coming or? I will see if holding the flower will allow me up. So so how many I took? Go ahead and roll a d10 to see how many. Um, actually, go ahead and roll two d10s because you're finding a lot of these large orange and purple orchids. What? Why? Uh, that is an eight. Eight. You find eight, and then you kind of do the Beauty and the Beast thing where you make a container for them, 
and yeah. you, Dwar, carrying one of the magma orchids, watch as the thorns wither away and no. the vines part as you come up into the second level of steps. And Grok, you see your friends join you without any blood oh. seeping down their arms you, and their legs. You guys! So well, I was not made aware of this orchid. Grok would have asked, and it showed it. Grok would have preferred <laughs> not uh, to have gotten cut. Now this is going to is going to is going to kind of pat Grok's shoulders right. over the top. Malice, what's your favorite color? Uh, what's your favorite purple. idea? Purple. All right, he pulls out the purple orchid and places it just next to you here. There you oh, go. Thank you. You're welcome. Keep uh, keep an eye on it. Uh, I still want it after that, but it is sign of friendship. There you go. She's yeah, friendship. She smiles as she holds it in her hand and said, and kind of looks and says, "I'll hold on to it so I can make sure I don't lose it." Great. As he winks and goes to the ladder with the uh, magma orchid. Door. Making you, you all make your way up to the second level, and Dor, taking point, you notice that this ziggurat is like a wedding cake. It has three layers to it, and as you approach the second layer, the second set of steps, there's a 20-foot perimeter around the beginning of the second layer of steps, and you see that these stone steps are dusty. Um... Mm. Me? Can I look for the Schwinga? You do see the Schwinga. It takes you a second to, to find him. He's He has pretty much a completely black body, like almost a void, with these tiny little tails and wisps that curl off of him at odd moments. But this isn't the same Schwinga you saw. This is a different one. Okay. Going to approach the Shringa and like knees down and just like say hello. It gives you another head tilt. Okay. And I try to communicate with him. Uh, no. What actually he's going to do is he's going to give a magma, uh, a magma orcus, uh, the same color that he is. And he's going to say, Rand. <laughs> <laughs> He tilts his head in the opposite direction, and as you try and, like, hand him the magma orchid, he extends one that he's already holding, and then in his other hand, he's holding a red parrot feather, and he comes up to you, and the feather expands, and he sweeps both of your shoulders, one after another, and then he runs behind you, and he sweeps down your back. And it's such a soft touch. It almost gives you chills. And then he comes back in front of you and lightly taps your head with the feather. And then you see him turn and run up the steps, carrying both the feather and the magma orchid. D- does Grok see this? You see it. Right. Grok has a great idea. Now, Grok... We we need to cooperate. Grok knows, but Grok knows this puzzle. Grok thinks. It's simple. We get feather, and we dust the 
dust off the steps, making it safe. That's what the Dwinga or whatever, the the dirt bag or whatever it's called, it, is trying to say. <laughs> I feel like the little thing should be insulted, but I don't think it could understand your dumbness. Uh, you gonna try to actually follow the uh, the little guy with the the, the wings or whatever the uh, the feather. You don't want to follow it without a feather, my man. We'll so see, as we'll you see. take your first step, the step, it disintegrates underneath your foot. It turns into gravel. And as you try and push yourself up the steps, it just turns into sand, offering you no purchase below your feet. Oh, Grok has a great idea. Uh, oh, Malice, Malice, you have mm-hmm. bird, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have my bird. Oh! <laughs> oh, take... Start looking around. Take, oh. take feather from bird and try to brush steps with it. Maybe work. Hmm, that sounds uh, like a great idea. Take take nicely, though. Take nicely. You don't want to hurt Bird. Is that really what you want? Oh, Grok thinks it's a great idea. Would I have, like, some some of Snowy's, like, extra feathers for, like, pens? Of course. Yeah, you got a quill, and Snowy's, yeah. you know, he, he's been molting a little bit, so, you know. Yeah, uh, I pull out a handful of feathers and just... Brush, brush, brush. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you brush the step. It, it definitely is a step, and it is now a clean step. Step. <laughs> now try to step on it. Yes. You, you step, and it turns into sand below your foot. No! Grok's such a fucking dumbass. <laughs> well, I'm not going to turn my. I'm not going to use Snowy as a broom. Um, I knew I should have. I knew I should have um, taken the feather by force from the Dewinger. I'm actually going to the. The cake, right? So you're on the uh, second level of the cake. Metaphorical uh, cake. It's not, it's okay, not an actual okay. cake. Metaphorical cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah I'm looking around. On I was going to look around uh, to see if there is anything that can actually... Dwar, you're the first of. one that finds that a lot of the jungle is full of these red parrots, and for some reason... They like coming around this level because there is a ton of these red feathers all over this level of the ziggurat. What? That should have been the first thing we saw. Come on. Uh, He looks up and is like, oh, hello there. Is there on the floor? It's the wind's blown it into some different areas. It's kind of like nestled in between some of the cracks in the stone, but... It's it's pretty obvious, like um, wherever these parrots have kind of like perched up on the stones and made little little claw marks into some of the into like these twisting patterns of different lightning bolts and labyrinthian pulls and twists that are etched into the rocks. Yeah, you can find some of them tucked in there. Each one um, of you, if you take the time, you can find one of these feathers. All right. Okay. Uh, there we we'll go. take the thing to search. Yeah, Grok will get a feather. I'll do that. I'll do the mm-hmm. same. And uh, Grok will hold the feather in front of him and charge up the stairs. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Light as a feather. Respectfully thank the parent that I take the feather from. Gives you a. a kind of that dip thing that the parrots do where they like bow and dip a couple of times. 
And you just, you, you just see uh, Taradis pulling out like one ration as they find the uh, little parrots. He's gonna take out that piece of bread and just put it into mashes, uh, and he's gonna hold it on, on its end. Doesn't have Grok doesn't have time to thank the parrots in the parent in the parrot language that he can speak. By the way, he chooses not to. So uh, I yeah. cast. He, I he doesn't earn the respect. I cast friend towards the parrot and. Uh, thank it for letting us pluck its feathers. Welcome! Oh, oh yeah. it's fake. Bread? Oh. Bread cracker? Oh, what, happened? what happened when Grok yeah, charged up the yeah, stairs? It's, it's for you. Here, have some bird seed as well. Uh, Snowy does not like this. Ah, thank you! Yum, 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 yum. They <laughs> happily and greedily take all the, uh, the seeds and the nuts that you offer, and Grok... Or more respectfully, climbing up the stairs, you guys make it up to the third level of the ziggurat. Third level. Do we do as well as Malus and I'll wait for the, uh, the another spirit to guide us. No way. Grok looks around the level and looks at the stairs. Is there anything unusual with these stairs? You immediately notice when you get to this level, it's stormy it's swarming with thousands of poisonous snakes. Oh. Hmm. Grok um. fears no poison. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna lose Grok. <clears throat> Grok <clears throat> speaks snake and he goes, Excuse me, snakes. <laughs> he uses uh, communicate with animal, by the way. No, he's going I, Grok, want no, to. I have, ask. The I have the perfect sentence. He said, Excuse me, princess. <laughs> No, no, no. I cast friend to speak with them, and they don't come hostile towards me. No, just give Grok a chance. Come on, he's good at diplomacy. So yeah, Grok speaks actual snake, and he goes, Excuse me, I, Grok, want to pass. Let me through. Salutations, friend. Uh, me? I'm... Uh, Tarot is going to pull out a torch to... Uh, oh! Don't do that. Don't scare the snakes. You you need you need actually to they they cannot stand fire, so they're going to move away. Well, the snakes are being very cordial so far. Are they Grok, being cordial? Grok, like... Grok wants to pass. Please let Grok pass. Alright, let's see if they're cordial. Run. Alright. No, I, I, I Just give Grok stop. a chance. Let him let him I talk. Guess, I stop Theradish and go. The whole puzzle seems to be wanting to do it the safe and courteous manner. Anything brash or re or rushing seems to do the opposite effect. Let's let Grok uh, do this. Alrighty, as he pulls back his torch and doesn't light it up. Dwar, as your Grok. friends are discussing and conferring with each other, their conversation almost turns into a background noise as you hear the jungle around you. The hissing of the snakes turns into a waterfall, a relaxing background tone that just floods through your being and reverberates through you. In this second, you are one with the moment. And as you connect to your surroundings, another Chunga appears before you. Where is he? Where is he? Little spirit. Where is he? Do the thing. The previous right. spirit on the second level, its mask resembled the chameleon head, 
But this one seems to be wearing the mask of a mongoose. A mongoose? And as it looks at you and you look at him, there's a few moments that you share with each other. And then you see it bend over to one of the snakes slithering by. And you almost think that the snake is just going to mind its own business until the Twinga tickles it with the feather. <laughs> All right. And the snake we... turns. And as the snake turns around, I don't like this. you see the Twinga whack it <laughs> with the orchid. Oh. So the snake rears back, and as it pulls into the S and gets ready to strike, the Twinga gets down on its belly and opens its mouth, and the snake leaps inside of the Twinga's mouth. Ew. Ah, so the solution is to eat the snakes. the custom. You then see the... You see the Twinga then slither up the steps one by one, as loose and limber as one of these snakes. Does does Grok get to see this? Or is just gonna shiver it off and just copy the movements? Yeah, he's gonna go like like just plunging the uh, uh, the, Grok, the the feather on the snakes. That's yeah, Grok where speaks. I don't want. Yeah, Grok speaks to the snakes. So you all see. You see Dwar over there. You didn't quite see the Twinga or what they were doing. You see the Twinga start to uh, slither up the steps, and that's kind of what cues you in to look over to Dwar. And you see them as they tickle the snake, and it turns, and then he whacks it with the orchid, and getting onto his belly, opens his mouth, and you see Dwar swallow one of these snakes. Dor, could you make a constitution saving throw? Oh, boy. Venomous is not the same as poison. 15. There's a moment where you feel like you have to unhinge your jaw to... It's gonna get stuck. Oh, God. And then you swallow, and the snake, you feel the magic energy surge within you. And there is a parting of the snake sea, and you begin to slither up the steps unimpeded. Uh, yeah, Grok. I will make my way up. <laughs> yeah, Grok's going to look at some of the snakes and be like, "You do you want do you want to be eaten? Is that the is that the thing?" It's not Listen, exactly me, what. Me. No, no, we didn't sign up for that exactly, but you know, it's part of our contract, and we signed it, and. It's in the in the deal that we sealed. So. Oh, okay. Can uh, we not eat? Well, the then, snakes? could Grok could uh, Grok is asking as respectfully as possible. Could could I eat you? I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. I gotta get past you. I mean, you have my consent. If that's what you're asking for. It just it just doesn't feel right. I just need that, a little like, foreplay first. Give me a little tickle. <laughs> <laughs> so like if I just like converse with you you're not going to let me pass unless unless I eat you that's the thing nah I need to be romanced give me give that's me a little give me a flick with that Grok, feather Grok, it just doesn't feel it, snake. it just don't doesn't feel right man snake. let's go baby uh, goodbye oh, oh god uh, speaking to you, speaking speaking to you has made this 
so much worse. <laughs> Look, I just want you. I just want to get up in that throat, deep throat, me oh, right now, big boy. That, that's Grok. Grok married. Grok married. Okay, I. This is. I want you to suck me off. Let's oh, go. Oh God. Okay, Grok. Grok. Grok's gonna do it. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Grok. Grok tickles the snake. I'm so. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then he sla- and then he slaps the snake as it turns around. Oh God, I'm so, I'm so so sorry. I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. Uh-huh. Use a for sex. And then, and then Grok, Grok, opens his mouth to to receive the snake. Hot. Go and make a Constitution saving throw. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. This is in the module. This is in the module. Seventeen. This is in the module. <laughs> this is in the. Oh my god. Okay. Maybe not in the way you presented it, but you know. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> All right. Yep. So you successfully oh. receive the blessing of the snake <gasps> and start making your way oh up to the. Final cigarette. I feel violated. You just see me talking to my like, have you eaten have you eaten snake before? Not like that. I mean, a bunch of them, and I'm going to drink this as I drink my potion of the day, which is the boldest drink. He has one d4 for saving throws and attack and wait, saving throw and attack roll, right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For every attack roll, the same intro we make for the next minute. So, so uh, let's do the. Is uh, is yeah. He's going to literally uh, guidance himself as well. Since Dora's been up there for oh, a bit now. God. And I uh, know no, that's he cannot guidance. It's a saving throw. Never mind. He's going to literally do like he's gonna like uh, swift the. Uh, uh, He's going to swift the uh, one of the snake, and as he bounces, he's going to literally catch it with his mouth and just shove it into his, his into his belly. Wait, did you tickle and did you whack with the orchid? No. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. If that needs, yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So you do the thing that you saw everyone else do, and then you get a little rough with the snake first. But go ahead and make a Constitution saving throw. Instead of letting it leap in your mouth, you're shoving. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Well, hmm. yeah, well. well some at least at least we passed all the layers. I wonder what's at top of this. Maybe it's a pile of I gold. I'm so excited. I just realized oh the my god! I got the nat one. <laughs> oh. So the snake doesn't I like, like sitting at the bottom of Salida. <laughs> <sighs> Man, I wonder what they're doing up there. Um. Yeah, so the snake doesn't like to be manhandled and shoved into the throat. I mean, you know, usually snakes don't like that, so it's going to bite you. Oh. Right. Does a 19 hit? <laughs> you have to be fucking kidding me. Uh, I use shield. Fuck that shit. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, you shield, and you see all these snakes, probably like a good half dozen snakes, I'll turn at a 90 degree angle and start making their way over to you to try and bite you. 
For fuck's oh. sake, dude! For Fox Lake. <laughs> oh my god. For Fox Cake. <laughs> Alright, so can I redo the same fucking thing again? Or, uh. You may. You're All like, right. whoa, 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 Snake, sorry, sorry, sorry. And you try sorry, and sorry, do sorry, the sorry. ritual again. Yeah. You tickle uh, and I'll smack. Yeah, he's like, alright, sorry, 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 sorry. I'll do the ritual. It's okay. I'll do safely this time. I will. I will be very constant to open my goddamn mouth. Okay. Let's let's not be so. Let's be let's be good. Okay. Okay. Morales just looks at all of this and going like, wow, just. Ugh. Go right. ahead and make another Constitution saving throw. That's not even better. What the fuck? <laughs> I got a ten. So, 10 is the DC for the initial roll, but it becomes progressively more difficult each time you fail. So, again, it's, the, an 11. it's an 11 now, so the snake's natural 20 try and hit you. What the fuck? Okay. Shield wouldn't protect that. No. That's going to be 12 points of damage, and I need you to make a constitution saving throw as you feel Natural the... 20. Ooh, nice. Good roll. So... Can, can, can I get the blessing for having that 20, please? Malice, you see all these snakes very angrily swarming around Teradus. Yeah, no, you're fine. You're good. You're fine. But they're, they're pretty angry at your friend, but as, as they surround your friend and you're being... Made quite uncomfortable. I kind of just, uh, I guess animal handling chick asked them, Please don't hurt my friend. He's trying his best. He's very aggressive. I don't like how he's trying to. It's, it's not cool what he's doing. I'm trying to do it the right way. I'm sorry. Well, you need to try harder. I. It's just entirely too. You're real Trust me. Brute. Tart, it's, all about, it's all about the mouth play. <laughs> <laughs> what if he was like really, really uh, gen gentle with what you wanted? Whatever that is. Well, that's what we like, actually. We really need some soft hands, and it's not too much to ask. I think that he's just really just. Um, what being... if I just lifted y'all into the mouth? Go ahead and make a um, constitution saving throw with advantage, Teridus. <laughs> You're welcome. What the hell? I got. I had another that one if I weren't there. Uh, that is a... Uh, oh, a sword. Nice. And that's a 16. There's a bit of awkwardness. There's like a little bit of squirming and twisting before the snake does go down and you accept it, the blessing within you, and you feel yourself coming down to your stomach and slithering up to the final level, joining Grok and Dwar. Malice, are you trying to make your way up to the final level? I kind of have to, do I? Giving a tickle and a smack, you... I, I, I do it while looking <laughs> I have a very uncomfortable look while doing it 
uh, eyes, eyebrows fully, fully furrowed. You make a constitution saving throw, please. I'm not good at these. It's a long way up to the top, eh? Drunk? <gasps> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was awful. <laughs> oh, me was awful. My God. The snake um, was so sensual. Alright. Uh, what the hell did you do? <laughs> the, the snake said so many dirty things while going in. Alright, uh, I'm gonna eat like after that. Uh, it uh, made Croc feel uncomfortable. <laughs> Don't you know, never talk to a snake. <laughs> and I will never make the mis that miss snake again. <laughs> As Malice comes up, she just feels like really grossed out. Her eyes even like bug out for a second. <laughs> Reunited at the top of the at the top of the ziggurat, you guys stand before this large temple, and what you see in front of you is ancient. Oh Just... no, I've been forgotten. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How we doing? Are you? Um, are I mean, you I a... am joining the group. I am with the group, as far as I know. Do you sexually eat a snake? No, I'm going to tell her, is there another way I can just get in there? I'm not even going to be in there forever, I promise. You must swallow a snake. I have to swallow the snake. Or you can, uh, Salida's down at the base of the ziggurat with the canoes. You can, uh, swallow the snake, or you can hang out at the bottom with Salida. There is no alternatives. Damn. <laughs> well, I mean, you can hang out at one of the lower levels. You can, uh... Betray okay, the group and start I'm working. And start doing what working for the unseen enemy. The evil lich that you know, created the death curse, Azarak, and betray the party to his evil lich plans. I don't even know where he is, so I don't think that'd be for a very great idea. If I knew, maybe. It would be an option. <laughs> Uh, I don't like how sexual they were towards Grok. <laughs> but I will say this. But I'll say the serpent anything. You say anything, and the head comes off. Yep. And I'll eat your brain. Uh, and the snake, um, after receiving a tickle with the feather and a smack with the orchid, jumps into your mouth and slithers down your throat. Can I get a constitution saving throw, please? Is my character sheet? If I went down, would that mean I have to eat another snake? <laughs> Constitution. You feel what? the magic swell within you, and you are able to navigate up the stairs of the third level of the ziggurat and join your friends. And you feel it as well. As soon as you come into the presence of this, this top portion of the ziggurat, the crowning jewel. You feel the energy circulating through these ancient runes, these maze-like patterns that overlap and twist around each other. Is it any language that's even readable? It's thousands of years old. It's not a language. It's a pattern. It's a design that you can't even look at it too long. It bends your mind. It, it makes you not nauseous, almost something in between vertigo and in this huge entryway you see a room that's illuminated with hanging lamps 
incense fills the air with some exotic scent. The curling smoke billows out of this massive entry. Reed mats cover the floor. Pots blooming with flowers line the plastered walls. And singing birds fly in and out of these different little holes and alcoves that line the wall. An immense snake with iridescent scales rests on the head of a cushion opposite the doorway, rising slowly to a height of some five feet, staring directly into each one of you in turn. Its face is remarkably human-like, its tongue flicks before it speaks. I am Simbala Nabaza. What you seek in this ancient place, I already know. Speak truly, for I can hear your hearts. Gold. I already knew you'd say that. I know. You look I like am the Dwar, God of Thunder, and I seek fun. Welcome, God of Thunder. Dwar, Grok. Malice, mm-hmm. Teridus, and Orn. Please come in so I might hear and see you. Okay. 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 Quick Grok question. Goes in. As I walk in. I don't walk in. Do you perhaps... Are you a god? No. Hmm. No, I am far older than the gods. How do you know I'm so? Names? Does Croc? So when, so when I go in here, you know, are you gonna make me eat you, or because I don't want to do that again. Stop being so nervous, Grok. It'll be fine. It's just... <laughs> see, that seems like pure... Pre- like that Neo seems like on pre- one of the mats. <laughs> now, your Question. kids out there are very, very uh, sensual. I don't like it. I have a question. I have an answer. I have a vagina, and I assume you have a dick. Your point... I am actually a female. I have a cloaca. <laughs> Snakes have cloacas. Right. Oh god, you, you. Uh, my question was, how do you know our names? Oh, that's a good idea. I heard your question, and to put it straightforward and get directly to the point, I am a seer. I see the many branching paths of possibility. I see what could be. What fate lies for each of you. Okay, Doctor Strange. (laughs) So you know what we all, all of us really are. I know your natures. I know where you're from. I know the twisted paths that led you from your families, your ruined reputations, your delusions of grandeur. 
I know the loved ones you've lost to the murky ocean depths. (laughs) Why'd you have to bring them up, man? I immediately hiss. What's wrong with this so-called god? What's wrong with? Yeah, I don't like you anymore. Yeah, they never said they were a god. In fact, they denied it immediately. Older than Mm -hmm. them, in fact. Either way, dwarves forgotten nothing. And the god of thunder, I cannot breathe. Does, I don't like you. So, now that we're past the semanticalities, you know what I want. Uh, do I get what I want? Is that is this that sort of transaction? I passed all your tests. I'll say that you get what you deserve, Grok. Oh, that doesn't sound good, because Grok's done a lot of bad recently, and... Uh, and Grok doesn't. <laughs> Grok doesn't really gel well with that sentiment. I think it's been a long time coming. Wow. Well, so you were expecting us, right? I've been watching you. I have been monitoring your progress through my jungle. I have been seeing what you may do and how you will affect the outcome. And I see you as the best hope that all of us have for ending the death curse. You guys hear that? Grok's the best. Grok is I'm, the best hope. I'm sorry. Time the fuck out. Us. That's right. Why not I'm that? sorry. I'm sorry. If you know all of our fucking ba- backgrounds and what will happen, you made probably the worst choice in the mirror. I am a seer. I do not influence the course of history. I do not change things. I do not meddle in the affairs. Are the time, the flow, the stream. Time is a river, and the waters will move where they will, trying to affect the flow of the river is beyond anyone's capability, and only the arrogance of the gods would allow them to try. Hey, I'm not that arrogant. You know what else is like a river? Snakes. And that's your whole thing. So that's pretty cool. <sighs> point being... There is no point. I, I didn't even try to... That's just, that was just an interesting observation that Grok had. And he's a very smart boy. Grok, as you know. the next thing about snakes, I will shove every single one of those snakes in your belly. Ugh, I don't... They would like that too much. And you wouldn't. That would be the point. Anyway. Oh, guys, we need to ask the snake, like, the important questions. Like, what's in the city of Omu? Why don't we just ask the snake something more relevant, like, what's causing the death curse? No, No, we already know. It's the, uh, the, you know, the, the thingy. The, uh, the, uh, the, what, what's it called? The, uh, the, the dark, the dark knock, 
the the, the doctors. The, no, no, it's we know what it is. The lady told us. Cool. She may have told y'all, but not me. Yeah, I'm a little unfamiliar with it myself. Oh yeah. Furthermore, <clears throat> snake, snake lady, where is this death curse? Object that's projecting this death curse. So where's uh, it? Uh, I know what he's talking about. The soulmonger. Soulmonger. Thank there you, you Tardis. That's why you're my best friend. I'm not Grok. <laughs> I I look at the snake and go. What is the death curse? This is the first I'm hearing of it. The death curse is a vacuum. It is a space in which all the souls of those who are dying, all those that have been, who have died, are being absorbed into the feeding of a long dead god. The Lich Azrock, traveling the outer realms through the astral sea, found himself a dead god his plaything that he may unleash it on his enemies to feed this dead god and bring it back to resurrect it he crafted the soulmonger a device that absorbs all the souls of the dead to feed them to his pet anyone oh. who has died is now being slowly sucked into this artifact and having their souls ripped from their body so they may be consumed by this dead god that it may be unleashed upon Azarak's foes. How that reasonable. is the soulmonger. I do not like that. God yeah, should stay dead. How recently did this whole soulmonger thing start ripping soul? I'm wondering, do they actually tell you what god it is? Because... Who's to say, drifting through the astral sea, there's hundreds of dead gods. Who can say why Azarak chose this one, this Atropal, to resurrect? Perhaps its qualities chosen against a particular god who he has a grudge against. None may know the motivations of such a mad, terrifying, dead lich. And it's to this end that he has destroyed any chance that these individuals who have been resurrected are continuing their second chance. Your friend Syndra has wasted away to half of her former self. She doesn't have much longer. Twenty? Twenty days, maybe, if she's lucky. It's been a few months, maybe two months, since the Soul Monk was completed. This powerful artifact to be able to harvest the souls of an entire world took time right. to create. Too much, too much. Doing some mental math. Then, is that what's in the city of Omu? If so, where is the city specifically? Or when did my wife die? 
Your wife's soul grok is trapped within the soul manga. No, don't. No. God, no. No. Oh, that's. She. That, that's its worst case scenario. Has that's... not been fed to the dark god. Oh. Okay. Her soul okay. still can be rescued if you make it there okay. in time. All right. We got a deadline, everybody. I need to stop the soulmonger. The city. We all need to stop the soulmonger. Right, right, but now it's more important. <laughs> As though it weren't before. Uh, I mean, like. Your, yeah. your dedication to the cause is heartwarming, Grok. Well, thank you. It, it, it just started to affect me, so. <laughs> why. Besides Grok, why does this involve us? Because if a dead god comes back from the dead, it's going to destroy the world. Well, not necessarily. Dead gods are just that, dead gods. Now, it'll probably be indebted to the being that summoned it. Whether or not it will obey the orders, it depends. I don't know much about this Aserak individual, but I do know that dead gods usually are have a variety of things to them. There's ways to resurrect them, and... This is an interesting case. I've never actually encountered it. I'm actually quite curious as to know well, how he did it. Why is this our problem? Well, the snake said this one was an atropod. It uh, doesn't sound good. Well, why well, is this our problem? Well, I, well it's Grok's well, you, problem, that's for sure. But uh, what, again, the, the death curse, it's everybody's problem. Well, we're getting paid. That's that's pretty good. Okay, let me rephrase I'll, this. Why is this our responsibility? Because uh, we're the best of the best. Because we're the only ones they could find. How about that? We're the the discount A-team right now. And to be completely honest, everyone else that we've sent has been killed by Asarok. Well, see, so we just gotta go in, you know, beat the crap out of a lich, maybe kill a god. Asarok hasn't met Grok. (laughs) I'm gonna stop as the god of thunder i take on the chance to fight another god okay i'm going to stop this right now you said all five of us probably more of us but point is five i'm a bard i'm meant to meant to perform to people i'm not a fighter and if you know what I really am, what the fuck am I gonna do? I'm a that? scholar. I'm meant to study things. I've been, I like studying all kinds of things. Grok's a warrior. He's meant to smash things. Okay. Even if you're a scholar, you can still throw more punches than me. You are the backbone that holds us together. Your support Bull- and inspiration drives us forward and keeps morale up. I call bullshit, I think it's more of Grok's stupidity and y'all feeling responsible for his ass. No. I'll say this much. Grok messes up, I'm going to kill him. <laughs> I'll ask Gro- you this and much. And Grok's then. never messed up. If it were if it were you and you died, do you want to be fed to a god? I mean, I'm not into any religion. I, I would believe that I It wouldn't matter at this stage. They'd probably just feed you to one anyway. Furthermore, what happens if this god comes here? I'm, you're, I mean, all your songs and banter are wonderful until you actually die. And then they'll probably feed off you anyway. Okay, I have this one question, your 
Minus? No. No. <laughs> your snakeness. Better. What is your, your term? Your slitheriness. That's that's what I'm going to call you. I actually like that. Thank you. I'm taking All right, that. your slitheriness. Why chooses us? We have a villager that is literally performing. We have someone who likes to smash. We have a god of thunder, and we have a a scholar. Why us? Okay, three mean- of the people you just said are more capable than the fuck person who's meant to just sing and sing and play with a flute. Grok thinks you're very hard on yourself. You should probably stop being in that mindset. Grok, let her talk, please. I, I am five seconds away. Thirsty of just showing them. You are more important than you realize, Malice. And make no mistake, none of you are the chosen one. You are not the main characters. No shit. Grok would like to disagree. Grok feels pretty main character. Alright, so there's no business to continue this conversation. Grok, I'm happy to test that theory with you later. I agree with Grok on this one. As the God of Thunder, I feel fairly important. We all feel... Who we are, what we are, matters very little in the outcome of things. It does not matter who you're born to, what others planned for us. It matters who shows up. It matters who steps up and fills the role that needs to be done. So why and, don't you do it? Oh, that's a good point. Why don't Why don't uh, you do it? Ardus is going to take away Malice and speak with her in private. It's kind of Malice did bring up a good point, though. I mean, if you're you're, I mean, you're pretty powerful by the looks of it. Why Why haven't you uh, done anything about it? Uh, can I Can I take Malice? Uh, Malice and uh, Malice and Teridus, are you leaving the room? Uh, we're just, like, stepping away from the group. Staying inside the room, but stepping away. Yeah. Like, speaking quietly. Alright, yeah, so... Well, I'll, I'll speak in telepathy, I should say. Teridus, Malice, you guys step to the side as you continue your conversation. Grok and Dwar, and... And, um... Horn. Horn, thank you. My list is not in front of me complete. Damn, me That's and my... Fine. Damn, damn me and my awful list. Uh, I have some questions for this. Whatever it is. It may be a snake, but who knows? Her slithering I am doing my part, Grok. I am an oracle. I can see. I can advise. But my combat capabilities are nothing compared to yours. This... That's true. It's a matter of violence. You must force your way through and defeat Aserak. And to this end, I would not survive his preparations. This has been in the weave hundreds of years. It was more than three centuries ago that Aserak came to the city of Omu and planted the seeds of its downfall, turning the population against itself. 
rising to its dictator, he set the Omuans upon each other, making them sacrifice each other in disdain. Disgusting rituals, depraved. And once they were all dead, scattered across the jungle, that's when he decided to kill the gods that watched over this place. One by one, he hunted them down and imprisoned them within the lower reaches of the city of Omu, dabbing them each one to be the guardians of his tortured prison. And it was below this still that he set the Yuanti. Imprisoning the Yuanti still deeper within the sunken city of Omu, the levels below levels, he imprisoned them, worshippers of Dendel. He forced them, the remaining citizen of Omu, and transformed them into an abominable race. And it was from these individuals that Raznasi came to and was twisted further. His undead hordes still wander the jungles of Omu, masterless, now that they have been abandoned by him. And it was the Yuanti he came to rule over in service of Asarok. And it's through this twisted labyrinth you must wade, braving and defeating the many traps that Azrak has spent centuries refining. Got it. To so, reach the Soulmonger. Okay, so we go into his labyrinth, destroy the Soulmonger, got it. So, Omu, this is the, uh, that's the city where this is all happening, the labyrinth, or is that a different place? The city that Saliju leads you to. The city of Omu, the fallen capital of Chult, is where Azarak has buried his most prized possession, the Soulmonger, and yeah. where he reaps his harvest of souls. Right. We. Grok just feels a little. Could you. I don't know. Give, make us a map? Oh, that's true. You got a map? Well, that's what we have our guide for. Unless you want to make her obsolete. Well, a map of the like traps and dungeon. I don't think that... Believe her, I don't know. I, it's possible that the only way to do that is through scrying. And if this Aserak is as good of a mage as... Well, from what he seems to be, I doubt that scrying would be very much use. Unless you want to end up blind. That is very perceptive of you, Orn. I cannot peer too closely into his machinations below Omu, but... Bad vibes. Grok just feels a little underpowered to take on a whole city of bad people. I mean, how are we supposed to get more powerful before we face this... Then, this dungeon? This awful... By fighting the dragon. Well, see, what, oh yeah, well, that's another thing. Is there a dragon around here? Because he's really set on fighting a dragon. It's like there's a few dragons actually. Yes. 
Okay. Can you uh, tell I'll... me what happened to the green one, Needle? Yeah, yeah, what happened to Needle? Goblins. No. Goblins? Yes. Crafty little bastards when the goblin was out. I think it's like getting treasure or something. They came in with a bunch of quippers and filled the dragon's lair full of the little bastards. And then when Needle returned, they threw a net over the dragon. Quippers got her from below and they kept raining down spears on top of it from above. Needle killed most of the Batari tribe. There was only a few stragglers that survived, but they, she did end up succumbing to her wounds. Okay. Right. And and the other dragon, Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> Real bad attitude out there in the peaks of flame. I'd I'd seriously be careful. She barbecues like everybody who goes over there. Yeah. And is she an ancient dragon or more of a younger dragon? You really want to fight her, don't you? Yes. I really recommend against doing that right now. Why? Do you really think that we have the time and the resources to go out killing a dragon? I understand that the horde is quite sizable regardless, but do you really want to fight this dragon with our current resources and our current with our I'll say this. I, I don't think it's wise, especially since we have very little information to go on about the dragon. And That's even if and even if we ask, they don't necessarily know. I'm sure the dragon's not the core focus of their attention right now. That's true. Yeah, fair enough. Besides, I was going to do it after we take care of the soulmonger. Yeah, we also, have that 20 day time limit or whatever. But it should. And since we're asking questions here, I think I get one. That's a good idea. Of course. There's, there's, something, there's something I'm curious about. You say the Soulmonger is an artifact of sorts. Mm. Well, and I'm guaranteeing you that this Aserak has made it very much un indestructible, at least as indestructible as anyone could, considering how precious it is. If that is the case, how might we begin going about destroying it? Such a good question. I totally blew past my mind. <sighs> Cannot say. Maybe uh -huh. uh, your benefactor, Syndra, might have the means of destroying such a powerful artifact. Maybe uh, you'll find it within yourselves, a means of destroying it, or perhaps within the very heart of Omu itself. But I see one slender thread that allows for the continuation of all of us. And it binds each one of you together. Sounds... Well, it looks like I don't. we don't have many other options. No, oh. not really. Probably shouldn't waste much more time here. Oh, well, we shouldn't waste much more time in general. I mean, if yeah. Syndra does not have long... What are we doing wasting wasting all of our time going on hunts like this? If, if, if they die, it's kind of over, unless you know the quickest way to get to a moo. 
Straight line, southwest. And she gestures over to one wall where all these twisting patterns, these right angles bend over themselves. There's a large map and it's a little outdated. You can tell that some of the rivers that you've been traveling on are in completely different parts of this peninsula. But you do see in a gold filigree the city of Omu. And from where you are, southwest along the peaks of flame would bring you there. You might be able to do it. Within a week. Well, I say. And look, see, it travels right through your intended destination. Aren't we all so lucky, though? As I said, I'd rather not fight the dragon if we don't with our limited resources and limited time. How old is the dragon? That's what I was going to ask. That's what I did ask. Last time I checked in on it, it was a young dragon, but that was a few centuries ago. Centuries is enough for a dragon. Uh, uh, anyway, possibly probably not best to wait. Potentially mature, uh, very slim chance it is venerable. Oh. I may be a god, but fighting an old dragon is still dangerous. Now, fighting an adult dragon is still dangerous, sl- dangerous too. Your slitheriness, if I do, if I may ask, I know we have already asked you all these questions, and that's probably spent to your mental faculties. But I do have to ask one thing: Do you have anything, anything that could potentially help us on our journey? An artifact, or a maybe a piece of gold. Now, I'm not, I'm not trying to be greedy here. I'm just saying, maybe if you just gave us a little boost, you know? Like, you seem like the type of thing that could have something like that, you know? And I just think a little boost. Give little, me a riz you know, check chow. or a persuasion <laughs> check. Persuasion check. Let's see. So, persuasion. You know what? Let's go for it. I think... I think all right, uh, me and Melissa. Um, I'm gonna use Lucky, but uh, so that'll give me advantage. But I think 15 is pretty good. But let's let's try. It. 18. Let's go. That's pretty good. Malice and Teridus walk back up as Grok is begging the seer for money or magic items. Um, begging is a hiding. strong word. You just Malice see that? Is... Teridus is like Grok. What? Uh, the hell are you doing? Shh, Croc. Croc risen up the slitheriness right now. Okay, if you, like be with, if you want to be horny with this, uh, with this. I'm not, just <laughs> give Croc a chance. Shh. Malice is like being, is hiding behind Steradish. You just see Steradish just telepathy is like, you know it's not gonna work, right? I think. Shh. You can see eye to eye here. I. I really do believe if you just gave us a little bit of zing, you know what I'm saying? We could, we could really find your own way, Grok. Find your own way. We could really finish I this am... in a timely manner. You know, a little bit of oh, a little I'm bit. I'm gonna of... push. I'm gonna push Grok away and be like, wait, I, I do. I, I, I do persuasion. apologize I for my patriot. Slithering with a roll of the eyes over to one of these intricately carved metal incense burners 
you see her with her tail open a door and take out some of these they're twisted and the color of them is a deep deep green with these odd red hairs and a shimmering whiteness to the outer layer of it she puts it in a sack and then coming over to grok the tail comes up over your head, Grok, and then slowly lowers down into your hand. And it's about at this point, each one of you sees that in the peripheries of your vision, there is this kaleidoscope of bent colors. Every edge begins to smooth and bend, and everything takes on this fractal appearance kind of like a a kaleidoscope that's twisting, but just on the periphery of your vision. Take this with you, Grok. It'll help you relax. (laughs) (laughs) You just see that just like... "Mm." Well, if I may ask, what, uh, what is it? Your slitheriness... And with Grok asking, yo, yo, what, what strain is this? We're going to end it for this week. Thank you all very much for playing. Good night. God damn it. I wanted to, to see if the Shunga uh, the, I, I, I give the, um, what is it called? The Magma Orcus was still there. That's crazy. Man, this session's been great. Four hour session? Way too long. I'm sorry. Yes.